The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Start a professional website you don't know how to? Why don't you go to HostGator? Stop being stupid about it. You want your website to look professional? You go to HostGator. It's not expensive. You can, things start as cheap as $3.47 a month. And if you add, uh, put in Todd Glass 30, you get an extra 30% off. Okay, that's it. HostGator, they're sponsoring the show today. Now that's enough. Hey, what's up? Hey, what are you doing? What are you doing? What am I doing? I'm in Addison, Texas, getting ready to work the improv. I want those podcast people sitting up front. Make sure you try to sit up front. Okay? Not right up front, but... Wherever you want. How about Aristotle? Isn't he great? <laughs> Tweet, like, good job on the drums, Aristotle. I know I'll appreciate it. And he doesn't listen to the show, so he'll never have any idea that I told you to do it. Wait a second. What if he does? Well, then it'll still be nice. Hey. I think next week is a family show. Me, Tom Martin, and the group, and the guys. I like those shows. It's going to be uh, quite the event next week. <laughs> um, I think there's not that much to say. Oh, I got, and I'm going to do some, uh, they got some opinions on the opening of next week. I have some thoughts. Mm-hmm. You'll hear them. All righty. Oh, guess what? I'm coming to Bloomington. The end of January. Yes, the comedy attic. I mean, it's it's not an exaggeration to say one of the best clubs in the country. Just creatively run. Creative. Creativeness. You feel it when you go to these clubs. 
And I'll be in Bloomington at the Comedy Attic, the 23rd uh, that week of uh, January. All right, then I'll be at the DC Improv the 16th through the 19th of January. All right, enough of that. Enough of that. Bloomington, here I come. And we are going to do a podcast there on the Sunday of the end of the week. All right, and DC, I don't think we're going to do a live podcast this time. Oh, maybe I should to make up for last time. Make up for what? What do you mean? Alrighty. Enjoy the show. I'm in Addison having a good time. And just go get a hot washcloth. That's what you should do today. Start this well, I don't know. I guess if you're on the train or the or your bike, that's gonna be hard. But if you're at your house, turn out all the lights, light one candle, stick candle. You probably wonder why I make a big deal about the stick candle. Why the stick candle? You know, I know why. Because as it melts, the flame gets bigger and bigger, or at least stays the same. Other candles, they eventually they get in their pool of wax. So the stick candle is the closest thing to like a fire to me. You put three of those in the middle of the table, sit around it, and turn every fucking light off in your house. Just do it, because you're going to be like, he's right. He's right. I don't know. I never would have thought of that, but just do it. You're going to. You're going to go, he is right. He is right. He's right, honey. Honey. Todd's right. I, I thought, look, candle's a fucking candle. No, just get a box of those stick candles at Target. You light two or three in the middle of the table. Even one. Sometimes I have... This is boring. Sometimes when I'm on the road... We just feel like going back to the hotel room. We'll get like, we'll even take some chairs from the lobby if there's not enough in my room. And we, maybe sometimes six, sometimes eight, ten, sit in a circle in the room, take a night table, put it in the middle, put all the chairs around it like one stick candle. Smoke a little fresh air, play some music on the iPad, and it's, it's special. Alrighty, that's it. God bless the United States of America. <laughs> now entering Nerdist.com. Oh, I can't believe the creator of the Bitter Boot is sitting in with us today. It's like, it's exciting. The person, th- there's two people in this world that, I mean, there's a ton of people that love Eddie Pepitone, but... There's two people in this world that it's, 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 it's like Coke. It's like I can't, I've never done Coke, but Eddie Pepitone, God damn it, it does it for me. And then Steve Finearts does the documentary about him. So now I'm obsessed with him. <laughs> and, and Danielle's going out with him, so now I'm sort of obsessed with her. Oh, my God, the three of us are meant to be together. And then Jack's here. We'll get to it all later. But first, Bobby Miyamoto's here. Well, let's and 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 um, <clears throat> Whitmer Thomas is here, and Jake is here, and Aristotle's here in good spirits. It's gonna be. It's gonna be good today. It's, it's I know every week, but today, 
I feel I always feel good when I'm here because I'm here, and then you know you're going to have fun. But I feel also great today, centered. It's a weird word to use, but I just feel good. Maybe because I drank a lot of water today. I don't know what the fuck it is. A very funny guy, Todd Glass. If you fucking call me back this time, then don't call me ever again, because we're done. Yeah, hello, is it? Todd Glass Show launches August 12th. Todd. Hey, it's Zach. Listen, man, I really want to come on the, like, the podcast. I've got stuff to promote. Hello, is Jack Knight on the show? Todd Glass. Sir, hold on, please. Todd Glass. Brian Regan. Mm, Brian Regan. And, um, yeah, I, I saw that bitter booty. Loved it. I don't know. Is Steve Fine Arts, uh, what did he do on that? God, it's man. I'm the guy who can't come on the Todd Glass show. What do I fucking need to do? You need to yeah. do what you do. It's too late what you did. It's exciting. It's a real show. It's not like these other shit shows. It's fucking bullshit. It's the Todd Glass show. Oh. Well, you know who's here. Nathan Davies Mark You can say these names better than me Bring that music down We got we got to we want to say something to a few people Fade that music out and say something to these people Hold on can you turn that on Go ahead Thank you Thank you to Nathan Davies Mark Mickenis Abe Annis Charlize Theron? I don't even listen. <laughs> Charlize Theron's sending in money. Bobby, look less Chinese, and I'm not kidding around. <laughs> Please, Bobby, don't interrupt. I'm not Chinese. I know. Raimundo Martinez. First of all, would I really tell you to look less Chinese even if you were? He's like, well, I tell you what, I would if I could, but I'm not Chinese. Uh, who was the last one? Raimundo Martinez. Thank you. You know what you guys did. Shut the fuck up. Right? You know what you did. Um, Joe left me a voicemail. Joe, uh, lyricist Joe, let me a, left, left me a voicemail. Hey, Todd, it's Joe. Um, I'm a little concerned. I was just listening to the show with Ian and Rob, and uh, when you played that Podcasters Association jingle, uh, one of them asked you if it was real, and... You said it wasn't. And uh, hmm. I was under the impression that this was the number one show, and that's why I'm contributing all this music for it. Um, so I hope maybe you just had a little too much fresh air hmm. or something. Hmm. But I, I don't know. I'm a little hmm. concerned. Uh, our reputation's kind of on the line here. So Are you shitting me? It's not me? something I really want to mess around with. So no. call me as soon as possible. Let's straighten this out. Thanks. Straighten it out. We're the number one podcast by the Podcasters Association. The Todd Glass Show. Voted number one by the Podcasters Association of America. It's not fake. What do you think? I just hire a guy to make jingles? Every show would do it. No, I'm sorry, Joe, if you misunderstood, but we're the number one podcast by the Podcasters Association of America. The Todd Glass Show. Voted number one by the Podcasters Association of America. All right. Um... Okay, we're going to rip through some stuff in the opening, and then you guys, we're going we're, we're gonna to get through it very quick. By the way, uh, 
Now, you guys can tap in on this, and I, I really do. I can't go into things without prefacing because, like, I get it. Like, what is dressing up ever? Like, if it has to do with when people get married, the wedding dress and the whole thing. It's like, isn't it sort of – and, again, I know there's someone out there getting married, and it's a very cool day, and guys put on tuxes too, but there's something like, what are you doing? Dressing up like a, a queen of England and walking around. You're getting married. It's like, are you acting like it's – you have to dress up like it's silly. It's a little silly. It's like, what are you well, doing? What's the alternative? How would you wear street clothes and go to the DMV? <laughs> <laughs> I like. I laugh at my own jokes. You know, I'm so glad, Jack. What's your last name? Knight. Knight. Well, by the time this show's over, you're going to be a household name. You're welcome. <laughs> You're very polite. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. Not like uh, yeah, Steve Fine Arts comes strolling in here every week. Um, um, they had a they had a thing on Arsenio last night. Did you ever see like they you know for a cheap comedy bit? Is it worth like when we come to progress as a society and we go you know there's not a really big difference between. Look, you know, there's not a difference. I get it. There's a difference. Certain cultures, there's differences. Like when people, when you tell people not to be, uh, to 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 take stereotypes and have them hurt people, you know, they always go, well, everyone, there can't be any difference. Yeah, there's differences. You get to know people and there's differences. But when you, any any move, even if it's to set set back like or help stereotypes even a smidgen because what i'm about to tell you it's not a fucking big deal but why do anything that's even a smidgen of holding back progression the different so maybe i'm wrong but they had a thing on our senior last night where they had they had a, a two black people come from out of the audience and it was called you're going to spell white people's names so the white people would stand up in the audience and give their name and then the two black people had to guess how to spell them I was like, what the fuck does this have anything to do with white and black? Why, hey, it would be spell the name. But I didn't think there was anything extra layer of like white names are so weird or black names are so weird. In this case, white names are so weird. Black people can't even spell them. Like, I didn't get it. Could you? So, and that was the bit. So what was the white people name? They stood up in the audience. They were they obviously picked people that weren't Smith, you know, because that would, you know. Oh, and so that, it wasn't a random it couldn't have been random. Okay. So there were people stand up, they'd spell their name, and then the two black people – no, they said their name. And then the two black people that were up – they made like a game show out of it. They were at a podium, and they would you know, spell that name, and one guy was completely off. And I was like, I don't know. Maybe – I don't know why I'm bringing it up. You know what? I don't give a shit what they do anymore over there. I'm so tired of helping them. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to you in a second, Whittemore Thomas. These are my opening things that I, I need to talk about, you know. Very controversial. Um, someone asked me last week on the show if I had OCD. They said maybe you have this because uh, I, my, I, I, again, I'm repeating myself because movement in the studio sometimes bothers me. I like things calm in here, but I don't turn switches on and off, and I don't do anything like that. There's no repetition. It's just more organization. There's no repetition, and I touch doorknobs. I get it as clean as I am. If I, I have to touch things, you touch things. I shake people's hands. I don't. I don't really think about it um, unless someone has like shit on their hands. You know, then you definitely want to wipe it off. Um, but, uh, but no, I just think I'm, and then, so, so part of it is I, I am willing to say, yes, I, there, like, like if I was doing the show and in the middle of the show, let's say Bobby Miyamoto, you pulled your phone out and you started calling someone, I wouldn't put that on me. I'd go, no, 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 that's wrong. 
But if I feel, no, that's okay what the purse is doing, but it's driving me crazy, I look at it like, please just indulge me. Like, it's not a normal request. And I think that's the fair way to ask. But I think when I think about it, the calmness I like here, and look, I'm not relating this to uh, the Conan O'Brien show or David Letterman by the masses, but hey, it's the same thing when you're trying to... I would imagine the set of the David Letterman show, there's not people walking around. You know, if they're in the dark, I'm sure people get said, hey, you know, but when you're on that set, no, there's got to be, hey, you know, you wouldn't just walk onto the set and we're no, the camera didn't see you. But like, so it's like, I, maybe I just like that. I treat it like, yeah, when we start. So maybe last week there was just too much movement, but it was really driving me uh, crazy, although I had a great fucking time. Mm-hmm. But because we dealt with it, it was up front. I don't know why I decided. I don't want people to think I'm losing my mind. You think whatever you want. Um, I don't think that's strange. It's just the idiosyncrasy. Is that what it's called? I'm surprised how when I go to radio shows now, I do realize that, like, how they can even do the show with so much. There's a, you go to a lot of radio shows. There's, you know, there's producers running around, and they see it, and they do it. You know, I, I don't know how they do it. It's, I don't know if it's amazing or what, but I, I can't do it. What's this? You know the rules, and so do I. A full commitment's what I'm thinking of. You wouldn't get this from any other guy. I just want to tell you how I'm feeling. Pause this. This is Doogie Horner. Now, he used to do a thing when I was in Philly where he'd sing songs to the wrong music. Is that what he's doing here? This is Teen Spirit? Is the music? What's the music in the background? Play it, play it more. If you understand, never going to give you up, never going to let you down. Never gonna run around and oh, he's singing you. it to Teen Spirit by Nirvana. Right. Let me hear it more. Oh, that was all he sent? Go see Doogie Horner. That's the way. Play his closing bit that he does. He does this bit closing. You know the rules, and so do I. This is how he closes his show. Doogie Horner. He's in New York. I said, Doogie Horner should move to New York. And then, and when I got to Philly, everybody said he did. They were very mean about it. All right, fade that out. Um, how's JoJo? Is she good? Oh, shit. I'm sorry. No, no. What happened? I turned it off, and then I turned it back on. Uh, you leave your... Your 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 fingers off the PA system. <laughs> What's that? What what happened? I moved the mic. Why? What happened? Why did you move it? What? Well, tell me what happened. I'm not even upset. You moved it. I want to know what the what the reason was. There's no way you did it for no reason. What what's going on over there? And by the way, I don't care. You moved it. There well, had to be. What what, what, gonna, what happened? What happened? Why why? I was gonna chime in, but now I'm scared shitless. <laughs> no. <laughs> Bobby, I don't want you to. You're joking, right? Because yeah. you know I ripped through this ten minute yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm very excited to have you guys here in a second. Uh, you know, I was very upset over what Arsenio did last night. These pauses are better for the listener sometimes. Um, okay, I think we got everything out of the way. I think there's one more thing I want to talk about, but I'm not going to. Uh, well, first of all, thank, uh, the listeners, are you doing all right? You know, you got to take your time. Is there anything you want to say before we go? And then we, we go high gear. You guys are all good. You're You're great. I meet, you know, I have a perception of what the listeners look like, and when I meet them, they look like I think they're going to look like. I don't mean only the way they look, the way they act, the way they are. It's everything I wanted. I prefer they wear nicer shirts sometimes when they come up to me. One guy had an ugly shirt on. I didn't know what to say. I'm kidding. I, to George Carlin, I'm kidding. That would sound so horrible if somebody's, wait a second. 
Some husband and wife. I told you not to wear that shirt. You notice me and Eddie both have a lot of bits where it's always a husband and wife yelling at each other. You know, it's always like, Eddie, Dolores! Although sometimes, Eddie, you need to help Eddie update the names. You know? I mean, you know, you might think he's 100 years old with his names. You know, he's like, Ethel! (laughs) Ethel! Ethel! Who's fucking an Ethel? It's 2013. There's nobody fucking an Ethel. Herbie, you know, Herbie. There's no Herbies. No one names their kid Herbie anymore. Margaret, and if, Mar- Margaret. Margaret. That's Eddie's Margaret. <laughs> Let me tell you something. If Eddie Pepitone comes to your town, I'm very serious. I want you to go see him. The fact that I'm saying it with that conviction, if, if, if I, if, uh, I'm, you know, I'm ready to close the whole show down right now. All right, so here we go. Everything's good. We're going to get going. Um, what do you, what do we, uh, where do we, uh, <laughs> what, what's going on? Everything's good. Let me just drink my coffee and go slow. I notice the slower I go, the better. Hold on. Let's go around the room. Whit, did, can you name one nice thing that I, I wasn't going to do this, but it gets me drink my coffee as we do this. And then we get, did something nice. Ha- it can be a sm- you, have you done this with us on the show? Did anything, one nice thing that happened today. It could be so small. It could be you, 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 someone let you butt in line at the grocery store. Just one thing that happened good. Today? Yeah. Sometimes Someone it's, did for me. Or you saw, something happened, you got a call from an old friend, or something nice happened, there was no traffic coming here, just something. Oh, was... my dad left a funny voicemail. Can we hear it? Yeah, I can play it. Sure. I can put it on speaker and play it. So whenever I call my dad and he doesn't answer the phone, I always go, uh, there was a, there, oh, you know what, I deleted it. Oh, wait, I got it right here, never mind. I go, uh, there was a time long ago when you used to answer your son's voice. You used to answer your son's phone calls. I guess that time has faded. It has gone with the wind. <laughs> and so today my dad, I didn't answer, and he tried to do the same bit back to me. But uh, Let me hear. You know, it's, I think it's funnier. It's time to put your dad in a home. By the way, you know, I love that you sent that because, you know, when somebody says to be a funny comedian, do you, do you have to have dysfunction in your life? And I always go, first of all, I think you have to have some uh, across or something, but you don't have to, your dysfunction doesn't have to become from a bad family. Right. I think a lot of people think that, and it doesn't, because I know a few really funny comedians, and you meet their parents, and they'll even tell you, no, nah, I got some really awesome parents. But the dysfunction can come from other things. Mm-hmm. But for anybody that says you don't need dysfunction, a little bit, or you know what I mean, like, I don't know, like, I, you, something that makes you uh, look at their act. Well, my dad <laughs> did abandon me until I was 14. He, he came back. Then. Is that true? <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, you know what? Then that explains it. But he's Thank funny. God he did that. Good thing he's funny. You couldn't have afforded to have your dad. <laughs> Good thing he's funny. You couldn't have afforded to have your dad be in your life your whole time because you're very funny. Imagine if he did. He, maybe he did that for you as a gift. I know. I, sometimes I'm worried that if uh, my father would have uh, stuck around for the years that he left. You would have been uh, like. Uh, I wouldn't have been as, uh, you know, as uh, cute and tragic. You know? <laughs> I probably wouldn't have cleaned up as much as I did in ninth grade. <laughs> With the babes. What's this like one it. here? Yeah, the old one. Please welcome Whitney Thomas to the Tarpless Show. No, this one. You see it? No, no. You, are you reading it? Oh, 
I just realized because of that, you couldn't see it. There's a little post-it here, but the sound, it doesn't matter. People at home, you're fine. What do you do at home? I'd love to know what you're doing right now. What do you do? Sit around in a fancy coat? In a chair. (laughs) In a chair? (laughs) Bobby, me a moto back again with Todd. It's okay. Bobby, 17 episodes since you've been on. What is that song? What is that song? Oh, this song, play it again for him. You know, you mean this one? Whitmer Thomas. No, my song. Oh, no, play his song. I'm sorry. Play that one, his again. Bobby, me like, back again with Todd. Bobby, 17 episodes since you've been on. Killing me, Todd. What is it? Um, it's, it, does anyone know what it is? I know it. I, do you know what it is, Jake? Bobby's true. Do you know what it is? Sounds Jackie. It's. I know this song. It's in my head. Do you know what it is, uh, Danielle? Sunny. 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 Yeah. We all know Sunny, don't we? Let's all sing it. <laughs> Sunny. Thank you for the time. <laughs> And I come along Sonny, you're the You guys are good. Yeah. We're like an improv troupe. Mm. Bobby, did something nice happen to you today? We're going so slow right now. I always say it every week, but we're going to go nice and slow, and then we're going to take a break and... It's all going to be so much fun today. Where are you doing it? Your when you listen, I'd love to know. What are you doing? Somebody could be right now. I don't know. There's got to be someone like just laying on their sofa. Do you want me to answer the first or second question? Well, how are you doing, number one? Something did happen. Well, sometimes, you know, you do something that makes you look shallow. And I thought it was nice. But it made me look a little shallow. I always take uh, stairs. I never take elevators. Like, so I mean, impressive. And, like, and like, like, if it's like, <laughs> if it's like three, I'm not, I'm not trying to brag here right up the top, but, <laughs> but I, uh, if you know, if it's three or four floors up, I'll take. Hold on one sta- second. I hate to do this while we're doing. Did we lock the door downstairs? Yeah. Okay, go ahead, Bobby. I'm sorry. I really am sorry. Um, and I don't like it when someone takes a stair or to the elevator. Is this something nice st- that happened to you? Yeah, to okay. the second level. Oh yeah, I hate that. One level. And especially in an apartment complex, like I'm on the third floor. Excuse me. So, so I had to carry something down to my car, and I saw a lady, and she, I know she lives on the second floor, and I, I think she heard me. I was like, for fuck's sake, you know, because I knew she was going to take. And she kind of looked up, and she took uh, the stairs. So you were happy? I was happy, but it was kind of shallow on my part. But it was nice of her. Basically, you force that poor old woman <laughs> to have to go up. Yeah, the I'm a little confused. And sometimes on the show, if you in the took, old days. Okay, so what happened at your apartment? I had to carry some stuff. I'm on the third floor. I had to carry some stuff down to my car, and there was a lady getting in the elevator. I know she lived on the second floor, and I think she heard me say, for fuck's sake, when I saw her. Oh, this is a nice. And, did and you then, hear my question? I didn't. It's no, nice what she did was nice. Because, oh, yeah. right. But what you but, did wasn't nice. I look nice. a little shallow off that, but, especially she's like the asshole. You know. Who's these whores that live at your apartment yeah. building? That's all I got out of the story. 
Sounds like the, the the big big whores that you live with. Where do you live? Do you want to give your address? People can stop by and drop off some Studio holiday sparklets. City. Studio City and some. Would you like our listeners to send you orange chicken? And I'm just asking. I'm not trying I'm to not be. Not a dis- big orange chicken. And you know You're that's not, not even I, Bobby, authentic. I'm kidding. I love you so no, much. I'm because you, say. I know because because you like like That's, like I would think that we're we're making a joke about that. First of all, that orange chicken is not even a thing. Are you kidding me? You mean to tell me? And by the way, imagine this would happen. You drive all the way to or not drive. You you fly all the way to uh, uh, China. Yes. And you go into a restaurant and you'd go, I'd like some orange chicken. And they go, sir, that's not – that's that's a, an American version of yes. – we don't eat that. And I'll be like, what? And i got to get back on the plane and go all the way home. People go, how was your trip to China? It wasn't good. <laughs> it wasn't good. They don't have orange chicken. <laughs> I thought they did. I should have asked. Imagine that. The, by the way, I have a theory. That I bet people expect to get orange chicken there because it's so popular. Here. There probably is some American dishes that we, they've made here. You know what they do here. They People like uh, a lot of gook on their food. Like general tzow chicken. I think they, that's Americanized. You notice the chicken, the pieces of chicken that you look in the thing? They're always big when you go to, uh, what's that place called? Panda, um, Express. Panda Express. And then when they give me my... They're, they're, it's always like they're crumbs. They're crumbs of chicken. I don't like going to places like that buffet. Give me the chicken off the top, they, you fuck. If you get a fresh batch, then it's not bad. But they scoop it all until the oh. last crumbs are gone. My lunch lady, where I went chow to chow mein, you could get it like. Thank you. There's up. metal shavings. Yes. Curled up metal. My lunch lady, she didn't. Ever, and when I would go, she, I'd be the last one to get something. She'd be like, <laughs> excuse me. There's like shriveled up, like you know, when the, when you scrape the metal, it would curl up. That's how. I'm making, uh, of course, I'm exaggerating. Don't get upset, people. So that happened nice to you, Aristotle. And go close to your mic. Come on. You've been working here long enough to know your good microphone etiquette. All right. Uh, I was at. Uh, yeah, I got some hot <laughs> pussy at the mall yesterday. Aristotle, that's know? disrespectful. <laughs> Come on. Answer honestly. What what happened nice? I was at the mall, and I saw a lot of pussy, and I ate uh, at least 16 beautiful pussies. Uh, All right, Aristotle. <laughs> if that's what you want to do, I'm trying to have a nice moment. I don't appreciate you parroting it. I love pussy. That's why I'm in a relationship. No, seriously. I won't interrupt you to George Carlin this time. And I want it to be nice. Don't make jokes about this <laughs> after I do <laughs> Uh, I was at Meltdown today, and I was in their green room, and they had some leftover vegan cookies, and they're like, oh, you could have them. So I just ate a fuck ton of vegan cookies. (laughs) (laughs) I love hearing Aristotle. So I just ate a fuck ton of them. Well, because you can't always get... Remember the the episode where you came in here, and uh, and young Jake had a a vegan cookie waiting at your thing? He gets them at 7-Eleven. Um... So there's that. How about any anybody? Uh, you wanna you wanna uh, come on over and uh, tell us? And then don't no 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 no. Put the mic back, please, please. Oh, <laughs> you just move away. It's easier for you. Bobby, 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 Bobby. Yes, go ahead. And Bobby, yours was really great. I'm gonna make sure that lady listens to the show. The person that you, I, I gotta talk, Bobby. You have no idea how you're. Um, okay, just let, let's let, let me hear. This is a short one, but it's... It's okay. By the way, I make jokes a little, but these I like because it's... it's, You know what? Because if you do it here, you'll start doing it in everyday life. You'll be like, oh, yeah, there's a little... It's a little... It's a, you know what? When I had to do it with that family, I always thought it was, oh, I don't want to do it. But now I'll, I'll look back with it with a lot of warmth. 
So I called my sister today because I meant to call her like a couple days ago. And we finally got on the phone, and and uh, right when she picked up, she put her um, she put my niece on the phone instead of her answering it. And I talked to my niece, who's three years old, for like five minutes. I swear, like a like she just talked about her day, about preschool, about everything. That about, you know, let me tell you something. Great. It was really great. It, that is very awesome because I forget like at what age where little kids start to comprehend things, and when you have that first conversation on the phone with a niece or a nephew, it's very adorable and and it means a lot and they remember that yeah, they remember that that means a lot like where do they live in chicago in so you don't see them all the time no no and she was asking me about my day and like she asked, she asked about california and yeah, she knew oh. it, was, it was amazing and then you went to get in the elevator and there's a fat broad with a package she <laughs> <laughs> exactly. do you do you want to uh you have something you don't have to you You know what? That's okay. Jack? Yeah, go right over to this mic. But don't move it, please, Aristotle. Never move a microphone in the history of this show. Don't be a dumbbell. Nobody likes a dumbbell. Uh, I, what did Don Rickles say? Do we have the isolated one? No? It's okay. We'll play the whole thing and find it. Uh, Jack? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I went to Chick-fil-A today. Woo! Yeah. Huh. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. Why wouldn't you want to support them? You son of a bitch. Get the fuck out of here. All right. Sorry, everybody. No, no. Um, and the lady that worked there had, like, a southern accent, and she was really polite. And it wasn't, like, the trying to earn her check polite. It was like, mm-hmm. the genuine, I want to know how your day is. Mm-hmm. And it, it was nice. You know what? There is a difference. I know exactly what you yeah. mean. When, it, when it's the formulaic thing, I don't buy it. But when someone, you could tell when someone's really just, just genuine from their heart. So, and, uh, and then thank you very much. Um, you may be seated, as Judge Judy would say. <laughs> Judge Judy gets very mad if someone comes up to I love it. She sit back down. Not you. I'm saying Judge Judy when she. Uh, uh, um, yeah, use, use my mic in this case. Okay. Sorry. I'm, I'm, that was me. Today, my roommate called me to. He said that one of his friends' uh, house caught on fire. And uh Alrighty, well there you go. <laughs> so anyway, good a good way to start the show off. <laughs> the Todd Glass show. Voted oh, I number- gave you a good one after that. that no, good. I know. Uh his his, his friend's house uh, caught on fire and he asked, uh my roommate called me to ask if he could stay at my house or stay at the house uh for a couple days until he can get back on his feet. And uh I thought that was a really nice thing. Of him? Of him. Yeah, more nice of you. Well, he doesn't want to. The purpose is to say. I think what he means is that his roommate, you know, you're like, yeah, someone's in distress like that, and you know, probably a lot of people go, oh man, I'd love to help you, but then they're gonna they're gonna let the you know what? If he wants to stay at my house for one night, he can. What's he? Uh, does he? Does he? Does he have a clean haircut? I told him he can. I told him he can stay on the porch. <laughs> my house on the porch. He can stay on the patio. Um, all right. So here's what we're gonna do. Everybody's great. Everybody's fun. What was this old? What was the old Whitmer song? Was there an old song? Yeah, that was it. I think. I want to hear this. What was the old? Oh, you played the old one. I haven't heard. What the was the old one. Bobby one? Bobby, 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 me a me a mo, me a mo, Bobby, me a mo, do. All right, that's enough. And what's this one? Is this a new one for Wit? Whitmer Thomas. Power violence. Whitmer Thomas. 
Oh, what about him? Moved from Portland to L.A. <laughs> All right, we're, we're gonna, here's what we're going to do. I feel so settled. I feel so great. We're going to take a break. Bob Gleason. <laughs> You've seen him in that ad with Will Arnett. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. That was great. Hey, tweet, tweet, Rob. I think it'll make him feel good and, and let him know, because uh, my, my nephew told me that he heard... The, mes- the message to his mom. And that's exactly what I wanted my nephew to say. Like, I was very happy. Well, you know what I mean. He goes, that was, you know, that, what's that? It, 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 uh, it made him feel good, you know? And I said, yeah, that's why I like doing it. Like, you know, I hope it doesn't come off like, you know when you try to pr- produce a kind moment and it look, comes off as like, ugh, so they're trying too hard. I hope no one ever would think that about me. Like, I, I'm very honest. Like, the first time I watched that um, Science of Happiness, it just really made me feel good inside. So, of course, anybody that comes on the show, I'm like, do you want to do it? Do you want to do it? Do you want to do it? And then every time, uh, I'm like, it makes me feel so good. I know JoJo's name. I would have never known her name before. We're dating. <laughs> um, so tweet Rob, you know, and say something nice. It'll make him, uh, you know, make him. Just tweet him, sup. Not warm at all Not warm at all So let's uh, do something Uh, We'll go to break with a little Hey, by the way, on uh, on sax, I think, tonight If I recognize that instrument Gabe on sax And Chad on keyboards Synthesizer A lot of sounds coming out of that thing So let's bring in a little piano And then, Gabe, you'll come in with uh, the sax We'll uh, go to break on this A little Christmas That sounded nice. Our singing, you know, not so much. Uh, what is this? You know what? I don't know why, but I love this. <laughs> Go nuts. Close my eyes. 
the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Come on. No, I not provide fun for everybody. Bubbles, a new disco light, a smoke machine. I love it. You guys never saw the bubbles. I love the look on Jack's face. It's exactly what I want. I'm not going to lie. What did you say, Jack? Bubbles are dope. Bubbles are dope. <laughs> bubbles are dope. Oh, sorry, my lad's here. My my ride's here. My ride's here. Oh, come on. (laughs) It's starting to annoy me. There's no fucking way. There's no fucking way. Hey, Todd, my ride's here. Can I tell you from now on when we do that bit, I'm gonna I'm gonna change I'm gonna make a specific okay. note. I once I you know obviously I play the guy who no one applauds for me, but when you do it, I want to join in and say things like how does he think of it? <laughs> but then I know people are gonna go well that's Todd he's supposed to not be a pr- uh, it, I'm gonna play a different guy that sounds like me whenever we do that bit from now on because so, I want to join in I want to go he's a genius. I listened to the show from last week, and I heard some of the things Ian Carmel was saying, and it, it made me laugh so hard because he's like, how does he come up with it? It's like, but when I do it, ugh, ugh, ugh. But uh, what are you going to do, right? I'll get it. My ride's here. My ride's here. My ride's here. My ride is here. You should go. You should get in the car, I guess, and you should go. <laughs> Why don't you leave? <laughs> That's so funny. So, uh, then I guess you should go. <laughs> Bobby, yes. have you met any other girls that make you want them to get onion rings? Because I got to read you this. Bobby met a girl once. Bobby was seeing this girl. I want to fill Jack in. And she goes, I'm in the mood for onion rings. Oh, guess where? Ruth Chris. True story. Ruth Chris. That's Del a bullshit. Frisco Steakhouse in New York. She's, yeah. when, I'm when, in the mood for onion when, rings. That's $100. So when she says she's in the mood for onion rings, she's really saying, being, I want onion rings with my steak and wine. Yeah, it's a dishonest thing to do. But that's like if I said, I'm in the mood to, uh, you know what you should have said? I talked about this on the show, but you've, I don't know if you listen to the show or not. Oh, you want onion rings? Oh, there's a Burger King. No, no, I know what you want. Burger King right up the street. Just pull. All right, we'll go right to that Burger King. Yeah, no, 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 not Burger King. Oh, you don't want Burger King? You know what? What am I fucking? You're right. There's a hot dog cart on the corner. They make them. Let me go back down there. Well, not really. I'm, the place I'm thinking is a lot fancier than that. Uh, hold on. I want to I read you. So that started me and my friend in Philadelphia, Sean. See, I fucking mention you, you pile of shit. And... <laughs> So, Sean, what are you doing? <laughs> Isn't that funny? He's going to hear this. I guess maybe funny for me. Funny for him. Funny for nobody. Funny anything? Nothing. Okay. 
Looks like my ride's here. Now that's good comedy. He knows how to really tell a joke. How does he think of it? Brilliant! It's a classic Whit, Whit Thomas uh, car joke. Oh, it doesn't get better than that. That's the character I wanted to do. So now I got to do it. Maybe it was over the top. People are sitting home going, it's ruining it. So, Bobby. Yes. I want you to read these. I, w- I want to read them to you. Um, hold on. This is worth it. We're all fine. That's me getting nervous that it's taking long. I'm lost and I don't know. No, I know what where I'm at. Next, so I made a pre-recorded thing for Jake to play while I remember what I was talking about. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. How many weeks can I do this? I mean, it's working now, but it's uh, something I pre-recorded yesterday. At the house. I think you guys don't okay, notice. I was talking about that. Then I was talking about that. And he talked about that. And then what's his name talked about this. Oh, and then our guest talked about that. Oh yeah. Oh, I remember. Oh my God, I can't believe I didn't remember. Why did I even forget? I totally remember. Okay, shut this off, Jake. I remember. Jake, shut. Jake, now it's your fault. The listeners have to understand. Shut this off. I remember what I was talking about. Okay, I got it. (laughs) I'm not even joking around. Seriously. Jake, that's how people uh, lose their job. (laughs) Okay, you're probably on stage. Hold on. Jesus Christ, don't. Okay, here we go. Uh, God, I could really go for some onion rings right now. Oh, I have some frozen ones in the freezer. Now, Bobby, when we do this bit, yes. we take, uh, like, I, he, you know, one of us plays the girl, basically. Because okay. to me, that's the perception. Who wants to go to a nice place. Yeah, so, so Sean sort of t- is texting now as the, in, in my mind, because that's the way I heard it from you. So, so I think you'll, uh, you'll, you'll get a kick out of this. But I love that uh, this is, you know, all inspired by that, that we, I, I can't get enough of it. Like, this is the new thing I just started doing a week ago, before it was listening, just doing that bit we just did on the show. I could really go for some onion rings right now. Then I go, oh, I have some frozen ones in the freezer at my house. Come by. Frozen ones are okay, but I was thinking something a little nicer. Oh, you know what? Let's go to that diner on South Street. Their onion rings are awesome. Well, her, I think that diner, Mike, I think that diner's close. Plus, their onion rings are okay. But not really as good as what I had in mind. This is all because she wants to go to Ruth Chris, but she won't, or wherever, you know. Uh, I'm sorry, I wasn't really thinking. Come over my house and I'll make some homemade onion rings. Ah, uh, geez. You know, the sentiment is nice, uh, us getting together like that. But actually, um, I don't know. I, I was thinking of a place, this place I know is the best. You know what? I'm sorry. I'm not thinking today. They have onion rings at the hotel. Is that what you mean, right? Mm, getting closer. The onion rings are good, but these onion rings will, you know, they're, they're, they'll make those seem like a complete piece of shit. By the way, am I the only one enjoying this? <laughs> I think I am, and I think you all might be wrong. Or it's just, was it silent but intriguing? <sighs> you motherfuckers, every one of you. I'm not going to read the rest. Read it. No. <laughs> it's, okay, to me it's just like so. Okay, getting closer. The onion rings are good. Okay, <laughs> thank you. Uh, thank you. I, you know, it actually even though um, uh, that um, uh, Jack might have done it just to be overly nice, it still worked. He's like, come on. You know, he's really like, like, like most of you are like, all right, finish. But he really gave me like, no, it's gonna ruin my day if I don't hear the rest of it. I need to hear these onion ring tweets. Text. Ah, just, if you don't finish for you, Todd, do it for me. (laughs) 
Bubbles are dope, motherfucker. <laughs> That's right. Bubbles are dope. And he's fucking right. Seriously, in that situation, Bubbles were dope. No other guest ever said that. I'm not having anybody on but Jack until somebody else says bubbles are dope. And that's the guest that I decide is worthy of being here every week. I know you guys thought they were dope. Anyway, do you really want me to finish this? Yeah. All right, then, then, then let's join. Then let me let you guys join in. <laughs> I can't make up my own today. Um, okay, hold on, hold on. I feel like a moron. I have a lot of my mind... But now I know what you're talking about. I would love you to make some of your onion rings. I'll come over later. I can't make up my mind today. My house burnt down, so I can't. I think I'm reading these wrong because I can't read anymore. So I'm at the supermarket, and I noticed that Stouffer's makes onion rings. We're not done. Uh, Is that what you're talking about? I mean, Stouffer's onion rings are great, but there's no denying. But, you know, I really have my heart set on something just a little bit better. You know, I'm just checking. Please don't get mad at me. Are you sure it's onion rings you want? <laughs> yeah, I mean, the onion rings, I can taste them. I'm, you know, I'm just thinking about them. Although, now that you mention it, I mean, I do like French fries. Oh, French fries. Everybody knows where to get the best French fries. I'll come by your house, and I'll take you over to McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> well, McDonald's, uh, it's definitely, you know, in the top five fries. There's no doubting it. But this place I'm thinking about makes them look like a busted whore after a vicious customer. I mean, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Listen, we're going to have to be honest with each other. What is it that you want? I want fries. But I was thinking of uh, the Ruth Chris type of fries. So you want to go to Ruth Chris? Well, actually, I didn't want to put you out. But, yeah, actually, that would be nice. And Curtin. <laughs> then, he, then he texts, we're the bailouts. <laughs> <laughs> and that's called fucking... You're listening to the Todd Glass Show, number one by the Podcasters Association of America. Our guest today is Eddie Pepitone. What if I'm that much crazy about Eddie Pepitone? I never acknowledge anybody else. Eddie, where did you start comedy? Eddie, 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 where did you start comedy? Ah! (laughs) New York! (laughs) That's your playing him in a movie. And Eddie's mad sitting at home. Why'd they get that young twerp to play me? He just yells. Listen. You know what I was thinking the other day? You know when you listen to Pandora? Bobby, how are you? Oh, so let me go back to you. So have you seen that girl again, the onion rings? No, I get texts occasionally from her. Have you met any girls you think, you know, maybe... You know what I told a friend? I know it's easier to say, and it might be easier to say, and I get it. Like sometimes over the years I give advice, and then I have to admit, one of them was how to deal with... uh, um, when somebody says something, you know, mildly sexist or racist, you know, my thing was to say this thing where you go, oh, my God, 1950. What's it, 1950? I've been in situations where if I said that, it would start a fight. They know you're insulting them. So I, you know, I, I meant to mention that on the show, actually, but there's times you can't do that. It depends, you know. But um, So this might be that type of thing. But um, about being honest who you are. I won't say who it is, but he's a comedian. I said, just be honest who you are. If you're a starving artist... There's things to judge you on whether you care or not. Yeah, if you're a starving artist and you you go back and the place is just this teeny little shitty apartment, but it's nice, it's clean, 
a girl goes, okay, he doesn't have anything, but he has a sense of pride. There's things you can do. Because, no, someone doesn't want to go out with a loser. That doesn't mean they have to be the other extreme either. Just be honest. I'm a starving artist. And if there would be a girl that would be attracted to that. Because you know what I mean by starving artist. It means, you know, you can't play it up big. You know, I have a car. I make the payment. I'm, I don't mean starving artist in that sense. But there's varying degrees. Are but you this talking po- about me? No, I'm talking about anybody. This, I'm not talking about okay. you right now. But I know who I am talking about in my okay. head. It's crystal clear. That, that's an exaggerated version, what, what I just talked about. But in your case, sometimes that girl, you know, she probably thought, you know, you know, she sees you. You know, it's easy to throw out like, you know, maybe. Do you know what I'm talking about? Who I or what? Not, who, oh, the misperception. Well, you a little, yeah. Well, the misperception of who I, what hotel I could have been at or what, who I was hanging out with that I might have money. You got to be honest. You got to go, I'm Bobby Miyamoto. There's a lot of talent in me. But right now, uh, you know, I'm just, uh, you know, I'm not loaded. I'm also not poor. I make a living and I support myself through my art. There's more to come. And that's where I'm at now. And they'll be like, you know what? I'll fuck you. <laughs> that's what girls will say. I'll, I'll pass. Well, then those are the, you know, that's why you meet these people. This is an intervention, Bobby. Okay. Listen, I'm not going to lie to you. I got to do something fun. Wait, how you doing? I'm all right. <laughs> I, lear- I figured a new thing out a few days ago. What did you figure out? That if I tuck my bottom teeth under my lip uh-huh. and I do this, <laughs> I am like inherently uh, more of a southern hick. And I like the way I talk is just naturally, well, I'm all right, Todd. I'll tell you right now. <laughs> you know what I mean? You so- have to see the visual. I, he's, t- he's putting his – it's not buck teeth. But it's definitely... I feel like a, <laughs> a senator who just got new teeth. <laughs> you know, in my mind, they should, be able to do, they should be able to do whatever they want as long as the doors are closed and it's in privacy, all right? <laughs> I don't mind. I don't care. That's, that's every southerner, every liberal southerner, that's what he says. But I don't care. You know what I mean? It's not me. They should be able to do whatever they want. <laughs> you know? Say something really intelligent in that voice. But, um, like, try to think, well, like, maybe even, like, it's not what you can do for your country. Like, how would that dumb it? It, it dumbs it down, right? Um, dude, you can't ask me to say anything intelligent. I know, me too. Well, Isn't like, that funny? I'm like, you know, one of those intelligent things. Take well, it away. Well, I had, a, I had an audition one time, and they wanted me to, uh, they were like, so you're a scientist, and uh, you're a biomedical engineer, but uh, we want you to improvise a whole lot, okay? And you're in the lab. And I was like, what the fuck? What am I? Sp-? All right, so the, there's a toxic, toxic neutrons. I was like, I don't know anything. And I cut, and I was like, dude, I don't know anything about science. Look at me. I'm a in, I'm a skateboarder. <laughs> you know? Has that, has that ever happened to you? Is it it happens to me with, with uh, sports sometimes. Like, you know, I'm really uncoordinated. Now, listen, of course, you see me dancing, and you think, uh, how, how is it true? But I'm not coordinated with sports. I'm not coordinated with anything. Uh, there's a few things I can trick people. I do a hell of a microphone spin. Oh, yeah, man. That's right. But that took a lot of work. <laughs> a lot of watching Paul Anka when I was younger. Um, but... So I'm not coordinated. So I would go out on auditions, and I remember it was like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Casually, because they have no idea. You know, so you'll go out, you'll throw the ball up in the air, then you'll hit it with the bat. Okay, that wasn't in the fucking audition. <laughs> so I had to go to the guy and go, I don't think that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. You know? um, and luckily, it was, it, he goes, no, no, just throw it up. You'll be fine. You know, we'll shoot it. You'll keep doing it. I'm like, I don't, 
it wasn't as hard as I thought, you know, so I could sort of just, you know, but I was all right. But then he goes, terms, I don't know anything. Like, I was like, fuck, I hated it. I wanted the day to end so bad because I had to fake like I knew anything about, like, you know, like a, a some basketball term. And I'm not an idiot. I get it. You know, I get baseball. I get how it works. I get football. I get how it works. I get hockey. I get it all. But I just can't do it. But I'm not like, what's this? Oh, I'm going to get a home run at the football game. I'm not a fucking idiot. Yeah, I, I'm terrible when it comes to politics. Pussy. Talks like we'll that. take a break. <laughs> I, have a, I just figured out a funny new thing to do. My friends were discussing the other day who are all very intelligent. China. They were talking about China. And now they're, yeah. <laughs> Bobby. <laughs> how they're going to, how they're going to take over or whatever. Because I love it. Oh, go ahead. But they were being very articulate. With all these political terms and things like that. And China, China, China. And I was just standing there in the circle. And as soon as they quiet down and got done, I go, what is China? (laughs) (laughs) Just so annoyed with me. (laughs) You have to go, what is this China I keep hearing about? I hear a lot about it. What's going on here? What's going on? I'm trying to think of Bobby just on the road some of the times. I just don't get you in this. You're not here that often, so I want to make sure before you leave today, I totally, like, uh, you know, get the funny part about, like, I want people to see the Bobby Miyamoto that I know, you know, okay. always uh, on the, uh, he's like, what? You're like, wait, a, you know, a guy who likes to go out and get a lot of pussy. <laughs> <laughs> I like how he doesn't even laugh. He's like, yeah, okay. You had to let everybody know. What's wrong? Who... Actually, I did lose my pussy, and I'm not joking around. I would not do this to you. Do me a favor. And I I, I swear to God, I'm being honest. I have to go to the bathroom, but I did. I, I swear to you, I lost my pussy. If there's ever a time, and I would never do it to make you look foolish. I promise. It's not going to. I'm not gonna, not gonna like make you do something silly. I would never do that. I would never do that. And I'm swearing to God. So, I lost my pussy. Oh my God! I can't believe it. Now I have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> Will you do me a huge favor and just call my pussy? Uh, you have to go hear pussy, pussy, because he, he, I used to say that to him, so he'll hear it. And if you could find my cat, I would really appreciate it. And I swear to God, would you mind? Uh, I can do that. Yeah. Oh, thank you. I'll be right back. Okay. Here pussy 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 Here pussy 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 I just did a live version of my prank show from Tosh.0. <laughs> I got you good. You should have seen the look on your dumb fucking face, Whitmer Thomas. Okay? You, betra- you betrayed our friendship is what you just did. <laughs> well, you knew I was doing a bit, right? Because I said, swear to God. Yeah, yeah. No, I did. Hey, I, I, I learned a new funny thing my friend I thought that sucked me. what I just did. No, it was great. No, it wasn't. Come At least on. I admit it. I'd rather admit it because that way people who are listening are like, I thought that too. Or maybe someone's <laughs> laughing. I don't know. The people that are laughing, you still get to enjoy it. But for the people that I lost, that when I say, yeah, that was a little shitty, and they're agreeing, they're like, oh, yeah, that's what I thought. It's a win-win. Back to you. Okay, you'd like this game. Basically, the idea of the game, my friend CJ Toledano came up with it. What you got to do is you have to tell a quick story 
and in it you have to uh, very casually say that your head got cut off. So you, <laughs> and you can't laugh, and it's very hard. So you have to go like uh, – anyway, so yeah, I mean I was eight years old, and uh, my parents had just gotten a divorce, and I was on the swing set, and I was, I was looking at this girl, and I had been in love with her since second grade, and then all of a sudden this – my head got cut off. <laughs> no laughing. I, you try it. Do you want to do it? You go first. <laughs> well, no, no, no. It was when I first got into comedy. And I, you know, after the show, these people invited us back to their, like, apartment. But they were, like, in college, too. And we go back, and we're just sitting around, and we're um, smoking a little pot. And then I just remember getting up to go to the bathroom, and my head got cut off. <laughs> <laughs> and... I just was freaking out. All I remember was thinking was, I knew my head was cut off, <laughs> but I still was aware what was going on. I was like, oh, my God, I need to get this back on there. <laughs> and I luckily, we're right across the street from the hospital, and they sewed my head back on. <laughs> but if you look, can you see it? <laughs> no, can you see it? Yeah. <laughs> That's the best ever. <laughs> I can't do that. Yes, you can. Uh, Yes, you can. This is the new way I talk. Yes, you can. Um, Talking to the mic. Don't be, don't be stupid. And it, ha- it just has to be any kind of story that's happening. No, no, no. Didn't you get the rules? There's a lot of specifics. No, no any type. I didn't mean to yell at you. You're very nice. Um, what are you doing? What are you, a migrant worker? I was going to add this to the store. Oh, I like it. You have props. I was going to say, see this hat? Oh, I okay. got it the other day, and when I went to try it on, someone cut my head off. I think you have to. Can I, can I, can yeah. I fix that a little for you? It has to be like. But this is a new hat, Todd. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be like, so I went to buy this hat, and then my head fell off. You put a little inquisitivity, but like, no way. You got to be more than that. Like, you don't. So I'm walking down the street. Okay, oh, uh, Jake. Um, here we go. You may use my microphone. <laughs> I remember pretty clearly. It was fourth grade. Uh, I was uh, sailing camp during the summer, and uh, excuse me. <laughs> that's right, sailing camp. And this kid named Telemachus Arthur. Uh, he was real. We called him TA. And uh, he he hit, he started spraying me with a hose on the dock. You know, how you spray off your boat. Mm-hmm. After and he sprang me with the hose, uh, and I got really mad. It was the only time I ever got in a fight in my life. So I started pushing him and pushing him, and then all of a sudden he pushed me. I hit my head on the dock, and then my head fell off. And then oh, oh. <laughs> I was just fl- bobbing in the water. Yeah, I was bobbing in the water. And with... you remember it like me? <clears throat> yeah, I mean, it just bo- like you know how you're really flamboyant, like. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> Uh, edit this out. <laughs> What's the word not for buoyant when you're just your buoyance, buoyancy. What's the word? Buoyant. Buoyant. It's all right. Hey, you know what? Everybody does that with a word. I've done it ten times. Every listener's done it, and that was yours. It's all good. Right. Well, I was very flamboyant in the water. <laughs> Wait a second. It looks like I'm being uh, overly uh, defensive. I'm, uh, okay, listen, guys. Uh, you said head fell off. It's supposed to be my head got cut off. Thank you, and I didn't want to say anything. I didn't want to say anything. It has to be that it got cut off. Can All I right? tell you a That's funny story? That's the name of the game. You know the place where you go bob for apples? This is a true story. <laughs> so I thought it was stupid, but it was like at a country fair, and they were having a bob, bobbing for apples thing. This is a true story. And I go in, I'm bobbing for the apples, and then 
I don't know what the fuck happened, but all I remember is going into the water and my head got cut off. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck? Are you shitting me? I'm like, all I'm thinking about was like, I'm in a fair and then my fucking head gets off. And I remember thinking, I'm done. I'm like, I remember like, when people are like on a plane, you know, and they think they're going to go down. There's a point when you go, I'm, I'm not going to live. My head's cut off. And then I remember somebody throwing it back on my head. My head on my show, on my on my cut off part. They tried to match them up and push. I remember one girl pushing down, and I remember thinking, "Oh, you're not gonna, you know, mush my head back on." Just, <laughs> I'm glad that she helped, and and then I woke up in the hospital with stitches around my neck. <laughs> That's a true story. I wouldn't lie to you. You're the best at doing this. Have there been anybody who's because I'll t- can I tell you where it all? Game? I think I found the comedic back in, and it's like you have to go. And then all I remember, you can't go and. If you make it too matter of fact, so then I remember, and then I was coming out, and my my head got cut off. So I was going in. No, it's too matter of fact. You got to you got to go. And all of a sudden, I just remember this like my head got cut off, <laughs> and I was like, "What the fuck?" Anyway, it's a it's a fun game for me. It's a nice fun. I've never and enjoyed. I knew you'd like it. Hey, by the way, we were thinking about this. Now this is a what if mm-hmm. that you could really happen. So to really appreciate this, this will never happen. But it's not a. Can you imagine if this could happen? This could happen. Okay, they already have police dogs, and we know what their abilities are. And what I mean it could happen is like, yeah, if you had the money, you could have a trained dog, and this could happen. Or just the fantasy of it, you, you'll get what I mean. So they already have police dogs, and you know, they'll go in at command, they'll, they'll go in at... And you know how they teach dogs to walk straight up and down? Now, like, I know people that growing up, their dog would get up on its hind feet for, like, three steps. And, no, I'm talking, like, you see, like, the dog can walk around for, like, there's a video of a guy, a dog online that dances around for, like, five, ten minutes on his behind legs. I mean, this Wait, dog... Uh, the this, police dog, like, at the airport, he's just walking. Yeah, they walk, no, they walk on all four. Okay, forget about that now. Now go to the, the like, the circus-type dogs. Uh, oh, yeah. No, 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 you, ten, right? Yeah, ten. I'm asking the, um, Steve Fine Arts and uh, Danielle have to leave. And I said, just give me a little heads up when you have 10 minutes. So that's what they just did. So anyway, so they teach those like circus dogs to walk. So you could teach a German Shepherd. They don't because they're not the dogs they use in circus. But you could teach a German Shepherd to walk on his hind feet and really good. And then you could put a police uniform on him like a badge where the badge would be and send him in to combat situations. Wouldn't that be scary having a German Shepherd in a police uniform coming at you? Like growling, like really growling. Like, give me a good growl. Like, you know, like, like, yeah. And then picture, but by the way, you have to picture a dog walking at you in a police uniform with a hat. You know, because the hat's, you know, got a script. It's not talking, though, because dogs don't talk. I know that. But it's, would you, would, would you be scared if, if you answered your front door and they go, wait, this is the police. We have a police dog right at your front door. And then he, they open the door and there's a dog on his hind feet doing this. This is the Los Angeles Police Department. On your front porch is a police dog. You, you look outside, a German Shepherd. Like a werewolf. Like a werewolf. This is the Los Angeles Police Department. Please, this is the Los Angeles Police Department. My ride is here. My ride's here. This is the Los Angeles Police Department. We have a police dog on your front porch. Please come out. And that's it. (laughs) 
Let's see what we can do with this song. This might be a fun group thing. <laughs> Play this song. Um, I don't want to do that. Sorry about the pussy thing. I sort of feel bad about it. <laughs> it wasn't nice. There's no pussy. You were really trying. I really thought there's a cat in here. I was looking. No, I feel bad. You know what people like to uh, play? Play this. Have you ever heard this? Have we played this on the show before? Our next guest on Live at Five is appearing now through Sunday at the Westbury Music Fair. And each year when Don Rickles comes... Oh, by the way, pause it. Look forward to him being... Um, they send in the police, though. You get it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, oh, no, we should do take a break. Take a break so you two can... Where are you going tonight, Steve? We're going to see Eddie Pepitone. Boy. I told Eddie I'd come see him. Not a fan. Mm -mm. <laughs> I'm not a fan. If I want to get yelled at by a dock worker, I'll go to fucking the harbor. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I don't care to get yelled at by a dock worker. That's the guy. Who, by the way, the guy, imagine someone leaving Eddie Pepitone's show and saying that. I don't want to be yelled at by. Now, when you tell fucking Eddie that any of this happened out of context, I swear to God, fine arts, I'll come over to your house and I'll, I'll send the police dog. You know what? There's somebody out there that was picturing that police dog exactly like I am. <laughs> not, it's not a what if. That could happen. You know how they bounce around? They're, when they're on their feet, they have to move right to left a lot. That's how they balance themselves. So it's like... And then they also teach them to go... And they send the little dogs around them. And then they, uh, they send up a cockatoo. And it sits on the dog's head and it goes, open up. This is the L.A. Police Department. <laughs> the two of them, they scare people. They go, oh, my God, it's a German shepherd and a cockatoo cop duo. You'll love it. He's a German shepherd and he's a cockatoo. Together, they're cocky and schmocky. Cop, a cop team. All right, shut this off. Shut this off. Please. Ah. Put the gun down, um, Wit. Put the gun down, seriously. Sorry, I'll stop okay. the bit. Right. Come on, don't, don't. Put, take that out of his hands. No, you're not safe with it. Hey, seriously, take that, wit, wit. Seriously. I'm not even joking around. Just no more cockatoo talk. Ah, come on! You don't have to be like a dick about it. And Miyamoto, are you going to sit there and watch him shoot me? Ah! Ah, come on! Yeah, I know it's close, but that's... Don't, ah, son of a bitch! Look. I, uh, ah, fuck you. No, fuck you. Fuck you. I'm not scared of you. You know what? I feel really bad. You're not going to shoot me. I feel really bad about shooting my friend, so I'm just going to put this in my mouth and uh, pull no, the trigger. No, don't. That gets sad all of I'm a sudden. Trigger. No, 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 don't. Let me play jingles. You you won't need to. That's how I That's how I would cure people from wanting to. Oh, okay. I'll be like, no, no. Oh. Play this. Play, the, play this. Play this. If you, No one's going to kill themselves when they hear this song. Right now. That's what I would do. If you're thinking about it, I swear to God. Ah, this bit makes no sense, but gunshots are funny. Somebody emailed me and they said, why are gunshots so funny in silly situations? And it is. I can't argue. I give people what they want. Ooh. 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 Everybody do it. Ah. Everybody. Ooh. Ooh. Ah. Ah. Bobby, just you. I want to see your silly ability. Ah. Ooh. Ah. Ooh. Ooh. Ah. Ooh. Okay, let's seriously. Seriously. It's not a joke anymore. This is not that type of show. Let's take a break. We'll let these monkeys out of here.
then the three of us can have fun. I think I'm worried about them too much. When they leave, it's just going to be all about you two. Can I be honest? I don't feel, I, I feel like I'm a little too much today. And I want to apologize. My funny meter is up to a 10. And I've really been lobbing out a lot of great shit that not really giving you guys a chance. And I just want you to, I mean, I've been really on. I'm thinking, you know what I'm thinking? I don't need these guys today. But you're here, so let's try to have fun. What's the right? lowest that it's ever been to? Oh, lowest what? On the fun meter. Oh, I, have, I like every single week. I don't like doing a bit unless you know that I'm not really serious. Is it, aren't you, you seem like you're... Wait, did, no, did, I'm did you think I've I, never seen it below... What? A seven. Who, me? Yeah. Oh, well, seriously? <laughs> well, you know, I don't want to <laughs> I don't want to brag. Now you're in my will. <laughs> everything got everything got switched last minute. That's all I want to do. That's the biggest compliment I get. Todd, what you're basically saying is even at your worst, you're a seven and that's not even that often. Yes, you're in my will. Who else would you leave your money to? Someone that goes, "Hey, he's a two. Bobby's going it's seven. And you know what he's right. Even now, I'm fine. I'll talk my way out of this. <laughs> Whitmer Thomas lives in a mansion. I live in a mansion, Todd. That's right. <laughs> I would. Uh, you know what? We should do the show out of your house and have everybody there be a be a guest. All right. Would that be? That would be fun, right? It would be. Yeah. We've never done the show like that. Would be like I would consider that maybe just a live show. Just everybody in your house. That's it. Yeah, that's fun. Right? I would. They would probably love that. I would love that. We'll have to bring the whole stage and everything. And drums. Steve Feinart shows up and goes. Ladies and gentlemen, before we enjoy our evening, my name's Steve Feinart. I'm the guy over here with a speaker on my neck. <laughs> and uh, my, my girlfriend holding a car battery. That's how we energize this PA system. Anyway, before you enjoy Bobby Miyamoto, uh, we wanted to tell you about the Bitter Buddha. It's a great, fantastic thing. And uh, we're glad you're here. And afterwards, sponsored by the Bitter Buddha, we have hot grilled cheese sandwiches. They're cut in fours. Please only take one. Four. Thank you. Where's Eddie? Where's Eddie? Ladies and gentlemen, look, I'm talking into both mics. Can you tell at home? I have the, this is just the regular studio mic. Now I add the ambience. Of this, 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 this uh, what am I doing? <laughs> this isn't even a show. All righty. <laughs> yes, it is, motherfuckers. I say it's not a show, but as soon as one person would go, well, it's actually not. I go, yes, it is. It's fine. We'll take a break. Whitmer, play Whitmer's uh, song. Because, you know what, I want people to re really be, uh, remind them how much work we put into, you know, to their appearance here. Whitmer Thomas. Say something and then I'll play the song. It can be non sequiturs, I don't care. And then we'll let you out of here. Go ahead, play that song. Uh, the show started in play 2011. I was 22 years old. Those times have faded with the night. Anyway, thank you so much for having me on tonight, Todd. Do, do another one. Uh, good, you can play it. I like to have it in the background. I looked at her and I said. As long as you're looking at those stars, babe, you know I'm going to be looking at them, too. And that's how you know that we'll be together forever. As long as there's stars in the sky, then you're going to be my girl. Here's looking at you, babe. My name's Whitmer Thomas. Whitmer Thomas. <laughs> so you got to leave, and you can't until I let you go, can you? You don't think I know what I'm doing? I have you. Because you can't walk out. No, I, I do want to respect your wishes. You know, I just want to say about Eddie Pepitone. More, if I talk about Eddie Pepitone, I could keep you here for another hour. 
the, the truth is, right, right now, if we all let's tell our favorite Eddie Pepitone story. Would you walk out on that? Would you go? I know it's nice, but but because I think Eddie would understand. He gave me his liver, Eddie, <laughs> at a restaurant. All right, listen, you're great. I'm going to take a break, and we're going to let people leave that want to leave. Bobby, are you all right? Yeah. I'm worried sick about you. I want you to have health insurance. Call me. I got a guy. <laughs> Give you I have health 400 bucks a month, and that's how I sell, I sell health insurance, and then I, I end up making money. Bobby, I got this. Fuck it. I'll put you on my business plan for $400 a month. Meanwhile, I pay an extra 30 and I pocket the rest. Why would I think like that? <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to waste the song. Guys, let's, uh, let the, let these, let's do a little Christmas song right in here. the sex What's that buzzing? You hear it? Is that my phone? No, no, it's not. Don't blame me. What happened? Bobby, what did you, uh, Bobby? By the way, how's your? Very exciting. It's very, it's not that often in the business where something gets me really excited. That you had to get me in here and talk about it. Well, uh, what you? You have an Instagram? <laughs> I joined Instagram. I mean, Shut the fuck up. Do you know how many comedians were – and wit, tell the story. Huge, what, a, did you, what did you call set. me two weeks ago about Bobby and Instagram? Tell me what you just said. Tell, repeat what you told to me, how emphatic you were that day about him wanting, him wanting, you wanting him to have one. I, I called you and I was like, I'm telling you, if anybody needs Instagram, it's Bobby I have. The, can I play the message you left on my yeah. – do we have hang-up phone sounds? Any random phone sounds? I insist we use them when we go to phone bits. There we go. I don't give a shit what it is. Do a hang-up. Oh, it's a real bit now, isn't it? Everyone starts thinking. Okay, so there we go. It doesn't matter if it makes sense. We go, okay, so we have... Okay, there it goes. There is the message that Wit left for me about Bobby and Instagram. Boop. Hey, Todd, I got to tell you. Uh, Bobby Miyamoto, he needs an Instagram, all right? Boop. I got to tell you, Todd, uh, I'm still thinking about this Bobby Miyamoto on Instagram thing. We got to figure out how to get him on that sucker. Boop. Uh, Todd, listen, Bobby still hasn't gotten Instagram, and it's freaking me out because this website doesn't make any sense. Pause without- it, pause it, pause it. And he gets madder and madder. So when you sit here and you tell me you have an Instagram, play, play the rest of them. Play, play the rest Bobby of them. Bobby Miyamoto. He, listen to this next message. Okay. You'll know he knows it. Play it. <laughs> Boop. Listen, Todd, a couple things, okay? Number one, I've been saying Miyamoto this whole time when it's Miyamoto. I don't know if it's my accent or what, but I saw Bobby the other night. And Boop. I go, Bobby. I saw Bobby. 
<laughs> you, you know it's that perfect. You can call back and take off right from where you left off. I go, Bobby. Oh, sorry. My phone cut off earlier. Anyway, I go, Bobby, have you gotten the Instagram yet? Because it's, it's time for you to get it. This app is great. It's the best thing I've ever seen. And it's nothing without you, Bobby man. Boop. Now, hold it. Pause it. Pause it, Jake. This is the last one. Yeah, okay. And he starts yelling. The only reason I think this is crazy, do you get how ironic it is that you come in here, you have an Instagram? This, I knew that we were fucking could cause play this, this kind last, of commotion. Play this last message. And he is going fucking apeshit. He's screaming. You hear him screaming. Go ahead, play it. Boop. I'm freaking out, Todd! Bobby still don't have an Instagram! I'm gonna fucking do something, Todd! I don't know what I'm gonna do, but I'm gonna fucking do something! I'm going fucking crazy! Because I go on this thing and Bobby ain't on it! And I tell him every day! I text Bobby every damn day! You get an Instagram or else I'm going to come into your house at night and do something I don't want to do. You're going to bring out the devil in me. You're making me spit venom, Bobby! I'm going to Did you hear that? That's a gun! That's a gun! Witt's got a gun! Uh-oh! Witt's got a gun again! Last time he got a gun, they made him leave! Forever. <laughs> he had to get out of the state. Anyway, Todd, I'm thinking. Bobby has this eye, and you, that's why I'm so frustrated. It's because he needs an Instagram. He can bring a lot to the app. Get a lot of followers. Okay, pause it there. So there's, he goes – it goes on and on, but I feel like I – so you're here today no, to I tell did. us that you really – I did it. It, it was a bold move. I got to play you a message. But I'm new, but I'm new to it. I got to play you something. I got to play you Whitmer something. Wimmer sounds like he knows a lot about it. I got to. Bobby, it's still fucking freaking me out. Play. Well, Jake, I feel bad when Jake has to play his own. Play the message that you left for me. Make a phone hang up sound. I want this to sound very professional. Make a phone hang up sound. You got to keep people in the bit. Oh, phone. Oh, it's real. Yeah. Oh, they are calling somebody. It works. Even if, you know, boom, boom, boom. It's a real thing. This is a sketch. Play the thing over there where you're going off about Bobby and his Instagram. Play the message you left me. And you, you were practically giggling. You were so excited just because you thought you should call him and tell him that he should have an Instagram. So play, here, play that one right there. Not that one, that one. Boop. Todd, this is, this is Jake calling. Oh, my God. Do you know who would be so fantastic on Instagram? Bobby Miyamoto. Are you kidding me? It's like every time I'm on Instagram and I see a picture of anything, like literally anything, name, name something. It's a message, so you can't. But like, think of something realistic. Think of anything. And then like, what if Bobby did that on Instagram? Are you kidding me? So... <laughs> so I can, I'm very happy. I'm I have, very happy. I think 14 posts at this point. Bobby, can I go through and check? It out? <laughs> can you? You want to do it live? We could. We could rate his Instagram. Well, it's not. I'm new. I don't want that kind of pressure. Give me a couple months first before. Give him a couple like months. You don't want your first podcast to be. I reviewed. did. Well, no. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. <laughs> You're right. I hope it breathes of something that will people will like, and they go, okay, this seems like something. But you're right. You know, it gets better as hey, it goes along. I have a question. What do you and want to ask me? And you know I'm an open book to now. Twitter, and you guys are on Instagram. Sure. When someone – have you ever had someone confront you after you deleted them as like a follower or whatever, or you unfollowed somebody? Like 
because on Instagram, if someone clogs your feed, someone will will do like ten photos a day, and mm-hmm. on Instagram, you just have to go through that. And so at that point, I've deleted people because of that. Mm-hmm. Have you ever done that? Oh yeah, all the time. And has anyone ever said anything to you? Uh, no, no. Todd, uh, has anyone ever said anything to you about Twitter? It's a good Twitter? question. I had one thing happen on Twitter, and I sort of felt bad. I just followed somebody to message, direct message them, because mm-hmm. I wanted to respond to something. I wanted to direct message them, and then I followed them. But then, you know, I just unfollowed them when I was done, and they like tweeted like something. I saw, oh, and then I refollowed them. And never since then, I don't, unf- I don't, I haven't, I know how to get in touch with people without doing that, but I don't, um, I don't, um, uh, but I. But I but I block once in a while. Oh, and you it's do. It's such a great feeling. It is. It's it does the job. It's like okay, no, it's all right. I'm, I'm you can't, you know. You Why can't. would you block them? Oh, because if they write, it's not that often. It's so not just something uh, mean, you know. Like you know, it's just something you know. It could be the stupidest thing. Like uh, you know, you you, you know, uh, what would it be? It's like a lot of times it was because of uh, when I talked about not using the word retarded as an adjective. That's believe it or not. That was like the biggest time when it was like, you know, when I and they would they would, you know, like just get off your fucking high horse, sort of type of you know, dude, you know, you can't say just those those people. But that's that's amazing. That that's why I think those social media is so great. I always say, oh, concentrate on the positive. It takes a little bit of self control to really reap the benefits of. Yes, something that can sometimes – something mean can get really close to you. Mm-hmm. But also people can be so kind and decent and that can get close to you. So if you have a little bit of self – you don't have to read through everything after a while. You know, you, you, but if you – it's definitely more positive if you, unless you – by the way, that's something I battle with sometimes. But at the end of the day, I get enough to say what I just said. I do get that logically. But sometimes I'll block somebody when, I, when it's something like, oh, I don't need to hear But that. now it's Snapchat. What? Oh yeah, yeah. What is uh, Snap? By the way, I don't ever. I'm never going to be the person that goes, "What's this Snapchat?" Well, now, when yeah, new cool things come along. Sometimes they're not cool. Sometimes new things come along and they die. But a lot of times, new things come along and it's like, yeah, that ended up being really cool. So I don't dismiss it just because it's. You know what I mean? There's those people that are like, "Oh, what's this? <laughs> Something new? <laughs> Why do you want to die and just have nothing change? <laughs> Everything new is horrible. Oh, the world used to be so great. Oh, wasn't it? Oh, I hate anything new. It's just everything new is bad. <laughs> I lucked it out. I was born at a good time, cause now it's just shit to miss." <laughs> okay, what were you saying? You talking to me? I'm talking to me. Uh, no, you talking to me? You uh, talking to me? I'll tell you. Uh, oh, uh, can you do any other impressions? <laughs> <laughs> that was really good. <laughs> it's so funny. It's so like it's sort of not like from you a little bit, but it's like it's like oh my god, do you do any other impersonations? Do you have a jack? No, did you really think it was good, though? Yeah, it was really good. It reminds me of sort of something. Now, I'm not sure. Okay, look, this thing exists. I think it's, it's. Uh, I don't know whose it is. I'm forgetting whose it is. But it, but I know the bit, and I like it. They go, if you're singing, they're like, oh, my God, I didn't know you couldn't sing. Oh, it's yeah, not me. Yeah. It's, I'm forgetting. I don't want to give one person credit. If the I've heard person. somebody say that before. It's very, oh, my God. So you could do it with anything. Like, you see someone juggling. You go, I didn't know you couldn't juggle. That's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> You're very passive aggressive. Oh my god, I didn't know that you couldn't dance. 
I never knew that. That's funny. You always learn new shit about people. What are you going to do? That's cool. <laughs> anyway, so there's that. Um, I don't know if this is going to lead to anything, but I think it's worth trying. And if nobody's into it, nothing can come of it. But we chop something up. Play this. Douglas sent this in. Douglas. Look at Douglas sending shit in like a full-grown adult. Hanging from a pine tree by my knees, sunshine through the shade. Nobody knows what it's all about. It's too much, man. Let it all hang out. Yeah, man. Let it hang out, baby. Shouldn't life be like this? It seems like a very good, like... The song's got a good energy. Let it hang out, sure. By the way, I'm kidding but serious. Like, just listen to what he says. You could go through life oh, like man, this. Walking upside down, my TV's on the blink. Made Galileo look like a boy scout. Sorry about that. Let it all hang out. That's right. Hey, people at home, picture us in the studio, just sort of. Well, I'm going to tell you what um, Wit is doing. Just sort of looking like a guy really high, just wiggling his head around, letting it all hang out. That's right, let it all hang out. Everybody's sort of bobbing their head. Jack is bobbing his head. Aristotle's bobbing his head. And young Jake, as always, I mean, he can head dance like nobody else. Can you go grab a mirror? Can you go grab a, a frame? Off of the top of the uh, 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 cabinet in the other room. Get me one frame. I'm going to show you something that people didn't know that Jake had this in him. Let it all hang out. This is called head dancing. We put a picture frame, which I'm really getting, to George Carlin. We put it in front of him, and look at this, folks. Look at him head dance. Let it all hang out. To the Let It All Hang Out song. Let it all hang out. Can we get a video of that so we can put it online? Does anybody have a camera? This is for you visually. Yeah, start. Thank you. Nobody? Come in close. Can you? Can, can we come in close? Sorry, folks, but we want to get a little video of this. I want to know when we say we're doing something here, we're fucking doing it. Always know that. <laughs> I say it aggressively. Really make some better faces than that. The best face dancer in the business. Uh, can you come over here? Can you move away and let Wit come over? Now, can you, Wit, hold it for Wit. You don't hold it yourself. Look at Wit. Won the championship three years in a row. Oh, my God. Wit put his head through it like nobody else did, and it made it ten times funnier. <laughs> Let it all hang out. Bobby. Let it all Let it all hang out. I don't even... Bobby, I always worry, like, what silly will, will Bobby... You know, can you hold that in front of Bobby's head? Do you even want to go there? I know. I respect you for not wanting to do it. I don't make anybody do it. I know your silly range. Pa- fade this out. I know your silly range, and I totally, to George Carlin, I respect it. Do you, do you believe me? No, I hold, I, sometimes I put my foot down. You know, one time I was at. I was at when do you put your foot down? For what? I was doing, I can say the name of this club because I don't do it anymore. I was doing a. A club in Reno, Catch Rising Star. Name drop. And, and we did a show Monday night. They go, okay, after the show, you go downstairs to this karaoke bar, and each of you do a karaoke song and have to promote the show. Uh, I would say no to that. I said no, and I got a call. 
And where's this at again? It was in Reno. Fuck. I got an uncle who lives in Reno. He's a leper. <laughs> Would you have done that? <laughs> I was just like, I didn't want to go up and do a karaoke song. I don't do karaoke with my I've, family and we're Japanese. I got an uncle who lives in Reno. He's a leper. It's a fun city. Yeah. People, they, you know, they walk around, they get malaria, and they wait the to die. <laughs> no, I, uh, people are people. Uh, naturally, if you work Iowa, which I don't plan to work, uh, you would change. If you played Minnesota, you know, you mm-hmm. do German fight songs. <laughs> but uh, I, uh, I plan to always work in the States. So uh, when I go down to Miami, there's a lot of my people, a lot of Jewish people down there, so I sell bread. <laughs> and uh, and uh, we have a good time around the country because the major gambling cities are, uh, are, are, are the people are very with it. And, uh, of course, New York is great. You know, you've never been out to Westbury. I, I came from Reno. A lot of hip people in Nevada. Oh, Reno's great. I got an uncle that is a leper. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, he's very ill. And, uh, <laughs> he's very ill. I, Reno, Reno's a lot of fun. I, on Saturday night, you watch flies die in a truck. <laughs> it's a great town, Reno. It's just as good You really came from Reno? How'd yes. you get this job? I, I have no idea, Don. I, you know, Jack, nothing personal. But I, I mean, love him like you so much. Coming from Reno, all you know how to do is go, Moo, watch a cow die. <laughs> how can you have a major show here in New York and come from Reno? You con somebody. There are some newspaper columnists here that I got a cousin that, that might you. know. Yeah, he lives in Minnewauk. What's that town? Winnemucca. Winnemucca. Yeah. Say you knew it. Right, right. Yeah. When you hit a bell, give him a prize. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you won so, the prize. It's a little Indian uh, settlement. That's there. a great area. There. Yeah, Winnemucca. You have the governor of Jersey coming in now. Yeah, he'll be in after you. Yeah, he was outside with a canteen. <laughs> <laughs> Selling water? Yeah. Looking for water. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All started in a little high school in, uh, in Jackson oh. Heights. In Jackson Heights. No. I love him so much. I do. Just reminds me of a young Bobby Miyamoto. He does. <laughs> he does remind you of a young Bobby. I picture Bob. Bobby, let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. What would you do if you didn't do stand-up comedy? I know that seems like a very over-asked question, but um, I'm really I'm like Barbara Walters, and I you fucking to be a know chemist. it. A chemist. I, well, a f- I oh, I want. I don't want to bore you with this. You're not going to bore me, Bobby. Nothing you do is boring. Um, was going to be a pharmacist. <laughs> You were going to be a pharmacist? I thought about Can it. Can I tell you, my dad said he wanted to be a pharmacist once. He was in the shoe business. And then I was in like sixth grade. He goes, he goes maybe I'll become a pharmacist. He just said it. I didn't know now. He meant nothing. It was never going to happen. Like my mom didn't register it. He was just going, I should become a pharmacist. I got so excited <laughs> that my dad was going to be a pharmacist. And he didn't even become one. And the next day, he doesn't even like He goes, ah, you know. In the shoe business. <laughs> but he had a successful. I don't want you to think of, you know, he owned a shoe store. It was big company. Jacob Glass Shoes. Anyway, I used, to, I used to go there and answer the phone, I, and I would put people on hold just because I thought it sounded more professional. There was no reason. My, my uncle and my, everybody was right there, and I could see they were there. i go, Jacob Glass Shoes, and then i go, hold. <laughs> that's before I even got to talk to them. I thought, Let, they got to be, that says you. Then I would come, wait about three seconds. Yes, Jacob Glass Shoes. Yes, Paul there. Yes, hold on one second. And I go, Dad. And, I, and, I would, and I'm not kidding you. This was a Carol Burnett sketch, and I get it where Mr. Wiggins and they had the PA system, but I was real life doing it. Like, there was a PA system, and I wanted to use it. So, like, I would always hope that they weren't around, you know, like, even if I put them on hold till they walked away, maybe. You know? <sighs> Look at them sitting down there. No reason for me to use the PA. Because my dad wouldn't let me use the PA if he go, just call us if we're... Because there was a balcony with a, like a, a desk up there, and that's where the woman sat, that Estelle, who would answer the phone. So when she was out, I fucking got right in there. <laughs> Picture 11-year-old Todd Glass. Jacob Glass Shoes. <laughs> yeah, it's a big corporation. We put you on hold. 
Anyway, so you wanted to be a chemist. Pharmacist. A ph- well, I, yeah, a pharmacist. I was going to major in chemistry, and then I switched it. How old, then, were you, wh- how old were you when you first did stand-up? I don't know. 20, you had to be young. 28, 29, maybe. 28. And, and what about you? 22. 22? Mm-hmm. 20. Where's that loop? <laughs> Let it all hang out. Let it all hang out, right? Can I get some, you know... But I don't care, let it all hang out. Let it all hang out. You know what I mean? One time, I was embarrassed because I was walking down the street and I didn't have a belt. But you know what? But I don't care, let it all hang out. That's right, let it all hang out. You know? I can't think of any more, but I'm trying. It seems like a fun thing to do, but I can't think of any. Where, like, they would come in with, let it all hang out. Can you think of one? Yeah. Yeah, man, sometimes I'm swimming in a river, man. And you know that river's cold, but I don't care, man, because at least I get to swim. But I don't care, let it all hang out. Let it all hang out. Now, I don't think it just means clothes. It, could, it, could, it doesn't mean you have to be exposing yourself. To me, it's just like, let yourself be, right? You know what I'm talking about. Just got to, you know, these are my good qualities. These are my bad qualities. You know what? It's who I am. But I don't care, let it all hang out. Man, let it all hang out. Man, the other day I met a dog, man. This dog was the biggest dog I've ever seen in my life. He had teeth. He had human teeth. And, man, I was like, hmm. But I don't care, let it all hang out. Yeah, let the dog be a dog with human teeth. <laughs> <laughs> let it all hang out. I don't care what you don't care. I walk around and hit him, man. I don't give him, you know what I say? I say, hey. But I don't care if it all hang out. Yeah, you know, you hang out. Come on, you ain't gonna win. Come on, go down the middle of me. You know what? Fuck it, motherfucker. But I don't care if it all hang out. My brother used to hug me too hard. But I don't care if it all hang out. When I was younger, I'm stealing your idea and going that way. When I was younger, my mom used to pack a sandwich for me, and on it she sometimes would put a I love you. But I don't care for the dog hang out. It was embarrassing. But I don't care for the dog hang out. I remember like it was yesterday, 1964. I was on the swings, going up and down. I went too high, my head got cut off. But I don't care for the dog hang out. There we go, bringing it home. God bless you. God bless you, Jake. That's a that you get an A plus for that. You know what? You're a good man. But I don't care if it all hang out. You know what, Bobby? That girl with the onion rings? Yes. Next time she should have just told you she wanted onion rings at Ruth Chris and been honest. But I don't care if it all hang out. I hope she listens to this podcast, because we have broken it down. Uh, the Here's type a, of person that would do that. It's not hangs nice. Out with- Comedians, I know that. Well, do you want to give her name so we can no. put a lookout? We should have a, a an Amber alert for her. <laughs> I wish her name was Amber. Why? Well, I don't know why. I think that would be so much fun on the show <laughs> if her name was Amber. They said the best Christmas song. <laughs> this guy, that's uh, on that song. Who was very funny? We were talking about before the show. John, John, what? We're probably saying it wrong, but we both know who it is. He's very funny. And this song is just pure funny for me. Play it again. It's just so much fun to do. I would love to close my show at this during the Christmas. They said the best Christmas song that ever existed. 
right, enough. Enough. It's not, it's not funny anymore. You know what? There's a time to be serious. Like, you know, Bobby, you know. I don't I was going to do that all the No, I joke. like when you say, like, when you play that music, it's, uh, it's tough to be sad. Well, it is tough to <laughs> It definitely, like, it's tough to be sad. Let me, let me think of something that they could. Like, this is not a song. Like, you know, if you're sad, you just put this. Well, I don't know. This, where did this song come from? I rode my bicycle past your window last night. What do you think's really going on here? Pause it. Start it over. So I'm not even joking around. It's, don't let the other person influence you. I know this is an old song, but it must say something, right? It must be a story in the song, right? Okay. So I'm going to play the song and then come back and let everyone that feels like it to give their version of what they think just happened in the song. Okay. Is that okay? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Are you having fun? I'm having a killer time. Swear to God? <laughs> yeah. Swear to God. <laughs> Holy Lord Jesus Christ's name, Mother Mary. <laughs> Swear to all those people. I like what you just said. All right. You, you know why? Why? But I don't care at all. I do care. It's a different song. I don't care. No, the one with the, she rode a bike by the window. Oh, yeah, we're going to do that. We're going to get back to that. Okay. You know why I'm going to play this one first? Because you're letting it all hang out. I'm letting it all hang out, Bobby. Bobby, do you ever all let it all hang out? I mean, you know what? I'm not, it's not, it's not a, it's, it's a song of emotion. Do you ever all, do you ever let it all, when are you, where do you hang it out the most? Um... A, a car dealership, maybe. <laughs> All right. There you go. See, Bobby? He brings it home. He could write on any show because, like, even this, like, you go, once you make him be silly, he goes, I know the formula. You know, and he brings it home and he does a great job and we're proud of him. We've always been proud of you. But I don't care. I wish it didn't say, but I don't care. It, it doesn't go in nicely. How do we make that make sense? A lot, of, I, but I don't a lot of people say care, Bobby but is no good, care. but, you know. Wait, no, you that's, shouldn't that's do this, me. and you shouldn't do that, and these people shouldn't marry those people, and everyone should do what I think. Because I... No, well, that didn't work either. Boy, I had high expectations for that <laughs> until I started doing it. No, I don't care. I do let it all hang out. This song, people, people at home go into a room and, and seriously turn out all the lights. And I'm going to even change the tone of my voice. We have an amazing responsibility to put reverb in these mics right now. And we can, we, we are privileged, we are, it's a privilege that we get to have our words go into somebody's ears. What do you say to that, Bobby? Right on. But I don't care, but no, Instead of thinking, but I don't care, may pretend the song's saying, groovy baby, I don't care. Let it all hang out. Never. <laughs> that's impossible for to do that. I instead of instead of instead of hearing what the actual song says that you're going to hear. No, think of this. I know it won't work. I don't care. Let it all hang out. Can anybody make it make sense? Can you feed that 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 would be the proper reaction in return? But I don't care. So you'd have to care about something. I tried to do it before, but it didn't work. Yeah, you'd have to say something like. Well, let's uh, let's let's try it. All right, you'd have to say something like. Uh... Hold on. All right. <laughs> there wasn't really an audience, and I kept on talking, uh, and and everybody was listening, even though there wasn't a, an audience. And, and now, nope, never mind. But I don't care. 
Wow. It's too hard. <laughs> I, I have Why does he say but I don't? He had it at the beginning. But I thought he had it. I thought he did. How dare you insinuate that that's a bailout? That's always insulting to me every time you do it. I never really get over it. Listen. I rode my bicycle past your window. There'll be an essay, and I'm not shitting around, motherfuckers. I roller skated to your door at daylight. It almost seems like you're avoiding me. I'm okay alone, but you got something I need. Well, I got a Why would the song have all these sound effects? <laughs> okay, pause it. Stop it. What, what, are, what are they saying? saying he has ro- she got roller skates and he has what? A key? Yeah. Oh, you really didn't listen to anything. I'm glad you're not my therapist. Well, what is the well you just heard someone clearly talk to you and then you go, I didn't hear. By the way, I didn't hear either. So if it makes no, you feel I any better. It been, a key is kind of weird. Oh, I think, isn't it, a, isn't it a, what's it called when they do that? A, a, what's it? A, 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 it means something else. There's what's that word? Come on, help me here. Metaphor? Well, something like that. What is the key? I got a innuendo. Play it over again. I rode my bicycle past your window last night. Okay, I rode my bicycle. I roller skated to your door at well, She sounds. I don't mean to take this. Look, look. The last deposit. The last thing I'm going to do is take a song uh, that has that it's silly and break it down. But I'm going to. Because it's fun. <laughs> I know. I, I wouldn't I do it in my it. act. Because it's I just a d- want to know what key. Was. I think I got it. You do. I roller skated. I rode my bicycle to your house last night. I roller skated to your door last night. I got a new, brand new pair of roller skates, but you got a new key. Maybe she changed. He changed the locks. Oh, that's a good point. I never thought of that. Why is she? I'm not even joking around. <laughs> like, I am serious, but I get it. It's we're just. It's fun. It's to actually do. quite sad. Okay. Well, let, let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. And I'm being honest. Mm-hmm. So she, hold on, when, Jake, now's not the time to make a mess up. Come on, Jake, give me a break. <laughs> give me a break, Jake. Okay, okay to, to George Carlin, I know that none of this matters, but I, am, I do want to know. Like, I love to hear a silly song and then figure it out. Because I just, well, Let's I've, make sure she's saying key first. Bobby, we are on it. She could be saying key. I have three people in another room. What, what the fuck just happened? My fan fell off. The Todd Glass Show. Right, just remind people. Voted number one by the Podcasters <laughs> Association of America. Yeah, so it's think- a fact. It's 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 not an opinion. That's a that's a that's a badge that we take on. Mm-hmm. So when you're listening to the show, and if you maybe this is a sh- maybe this is you've never listened to any other part of the show. Maybe you're listening today. Someone said you should listen. You picked the show and you're not enjoying it. It's not up for fucking debate. Don't you think a uh, association sounds funny when he says it? Let me hear. The Todd Glass Show. Voted number one by the Podcasters Association of America. Association. <laughs> it's hard to say is why. Association. The Podcasters Association. <laughs> <laughs> so what were we just talking about? Oh, yeah, so this song. So why, does she – I'm being honest. Okay. This. Does she go roller skate there and then ride her bike? Like she goes home and then she's, she wants – she's trying to – She likes different modes of transportation. Yeah. I'm being we ser- know that about this girl. I'm being serious. 
But I think he, she's like, listen, I'm always riding my bike. I rode past your house the other night. Mm-hmm. I didn't go in. Right. So I decided to buy a fancy new pair of roller skates. I roller, roller skated right up to your door. But you got a new key, I guess, because I Well, I want to see. Let's, let's get there sure when we get there. Key. Right. Hold on. Let's listen. I rode my bicycle past your window last night. Okay. I get that. Lost, aren't we? Yeah. It's did you key. need Did you need a key to unlock roller skates? What's it's, going on? I don't it's get something it. to a combination with roller skates and a. Key. Do we sound like a bunch of buffoons? <laughs> Could it be T? Oh, Bobby, you're not. You're the worst detective in the world. <laughs> all right, listen. I don't, we all. This is Bobby Miyamoto with the LAPD. This is Detective Miyamoto. With the I was going to do a bit, you being a bad detective, but I got lost. <laughs> so I, I just figured I'd be honest. Well, I think that song, we're not going to figure it out. Listen, Someone we, will know that listens. Do you think us, you know, or do you think we're close? I think no, because I do not have excessive roller skate knowledge. It's got to be did, a 50s reference of something back then. Is this a 50s song? Because it sounds a little bit like Regina Spector. I don't know what year that song is from. I But imagine... But, 50s. 60s. Sounds like a Muppet. <laughs> hey. No, she's. I love it. Kermit can sing. I mean, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I've got a brand new pair of roller skates. Oh. I heard you had a brand new key. I read for this. Well, that's really cool. <laughs> I got a brand new. Uh, so anyway, I don't think we'll listen to that song anymore. But it's sad. I, you know when I didn't want to listen to it anymore? I thought of her going by on roller skates and seeing the other person with somebody, that stomachache you get. And she's got a skateboard. <laughs> the other girl's got a skateboard. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. <laughs> he upgraded. <laughs> I tried a bike and roller skates the whole time. He wanted a skater chick. Oh, yeah, yeah. I got a brand new album. I got a brand new skateboard. And then it worked out. Is this, do you like this song? Do you like this song? Be honest. What do you want? I want food and pussy. How come? It's just the way God made me. Is it all right? I guess it must be okay. Bop, 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 shang, lang, lang, lang. What do you want? I want food and pussy, how come? It's just the way God made me, is it all right? I guess it must be okay. Ooh, bop, bop, shang, lang, Two little children, one was sick and went to to say, what do you want? A hide. <laughs> Not a hide. As soon as I heard one of those guys coming out of the trees, I went, <laughs> no trouble, no trouble. <laughs> In fact, I bought toys from them. Did you see the uh, police just drive by? Not, I did. It's the real deal, folks. Um, <laughs> this is a professional show. 
So did you ever, you know, do you remember when we met? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you walked over. And I remember this so clearly. And all just because, you know, we, you, I think we, uh, oh, you asked me to do this show or something. And then I was like, I'll do that show. And you went to give me a bit, you went to give me a big hug. And my fucking head fell off. <laughs> and I just remember thinking, oh my, and I sort of, here's the fucking weird part. I felt bad for you. <laughs> Bec- even though my head was on the floor and my body, obviously I just fell over right away, right. I felt like I knew you felt like shit. Awkward. You <laughs> felt so bad. I remember you looking at me, looking at my head. Well, you were looking at my body, and I was looking at you looking at my body because my head was on the ground. What do you want? Food and pussy? Sure. Why would you? Ooh. Hey, what's this? Play, play, play that show. That's right, this is the real deal. Here, 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 now there's something you should know. Tell Chris Harbick at the Nerdist desk. Stop breathing down Todd's neck. You just gotta hear another Todd show. That's right, fuckers. I have a professional jingles because this show is the real deal. Mm-hmm. Not fucking around anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna order more of those jingles. It was the stupidest thing I ever did. He made me the one. This one here. No, the uh, the other one. The Todd Glass Association by the Association of America. The Todd Glass Show. Voted number one by the Podcasters Association, Association. of America. <laughs> okay, sir, so we're trying to make the uh, Podcasters of Association of America voiceover. Sure. You just say, voted number one by the Podcasters Association of America. Mm-hmm. And you're at a podium and you're in a big room with Echo. Voted number one by the Podcasters Association of America. <laughs> Let me try it again. Can I try it again? Yeah, we need the association just a teeny bit, sand it down a little bit. Okay, sure. Not too much. Just take that. Bzz, bzz, it's a little bzz, bit hard. Bzz. It's just a little hard. But don't to go sand crazy. Sand. Don't pull out a belt sander and start, you know, just bzz, 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 just okay. clean it up like a file to the nail. Okay. Voted number one by the Podcasters Association of America. Okay, uh, listen to the listen to what we're trying to have you do here. Play this one. Why, then why are we don't the just Todd use this Glass one? Show voted number one by the Podcasters Association of America. <laughs> it, it does sound like that. I was going to say it doesn't, but it does. Voted number one, one by, the by the Podcasters Association of America. Association. 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 That's how it's supposed to be. Voted number one by the Podcasters Association of America. Bobby, did you ever pick up a hitchhiker in all your years of doing comedy? What, what do you say it like that? They need rides. Does anyone pick up a hitchhiker nowadays? You see the signs on the road. Can I tell you the truthful? Um, one time, because I didn't want to drive, and I just thought I could take a nap. You hitchhiked? But people would go down to the Jersey Shore. Keep in mind, I was 21 or 22. Okay. And um, This was the 90s. More 2000. <laughs> this is 2003. This is 2007. <laughs> no, seriously. I really, I, I had, I legally had my age changed, like scientifically and legally. <laughs> so it's crazy. No, no one has ever gotten to do it, and I did it. It was worth it. It was a lot of court, a lot of paperwork. Anyway, they said we're okay. We're just going to go by looks. I go. That's all I want. Look <laughs> at me and tell me how fucking old I am, and that's what I want on my license. You know, at this place, it's ten thousand bucks, and um, they looked at me and they said, "I said, don't fuck around either." They're like, I don't know, what are you, like 23? <laughs> and uh, now I'm 23. 
Do I feel great? I know yeah. I look. I tell people I look. I know I look 28, but who gives a shit? <laughs> <laughs> it's fun. I feel like the name Todd Glass is a name for an adult person. You know what I mean? Like being a kid and named being named Todd. You know what I mean? So you're saying when I was a kid, I was wrong. Yeah, I feel like you were not. You were never officially Todd Glass until I was an adult. Until you were like a full-on adult. I used to think that there were Todds don't live long because this is how when Todd was <laughs> when Todd was a unique name because there were no Uncle Todds. I said that when oh, I was yeah? like 21 on stage. I go, "There's no Grandpa Todds." <laughs> oh my God, they all die early. <laughs> but then I realized it was just because it was a newer name. So that oh, no, now, sure, there's tons of Grandpa Todds. <laughs> Nothing's changed, America. Nothing's changed. As I stand here today. Todd is still a very original name. No, I have no Grandpa Todd. I don't know what I'm doing. You want to hear something heartwarming? No, you don't care. You guys don't. Do you remember? The, you don't have any layers, right? We both of you, you're both sort of uh, fampid. No, no, I do. Oh, you have layers, <laughs> Bobby? You, oh, I'm sorry. I always get you don't have layers, right? You don't like anything like too sappy, right? I'm kidding in the way I'm saying it, by the way, but there's truth to what I'm saying. You don't like, you know. You mean you're calling me insensitive? Oh, my God. Are you calling me insensitive for calling you insensitive? <laughs> it sounded a little insensitive. <laughs> it did. No, no. Uh, I know you don't like to cry on stage. If I can help it, no. <laughs> have, have you ever cried on stage, Todd? No. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I've seen it happen. <laughs> Oh, I've seen it happen too. I've seen I've seen a comic. Oh, I thought you meant me. Oh no, no, oh, no. I thought, no. That was so funny. Like, because it wouldn't be funny if I put up a big show. But obviously, we've done a lot of work together yeah. over the years. And then you go, yeah, I've said uh, Todd's never cried. Okay, I don't know what I was seeing, but it was something like boo hoo. This crowd hates me. No, I've never cried. God, if you're crying on stage, can I tell you? I wouldn't even want to make fun of that person. I would feel more bad. Something's not going well, right. I've seen a comic do really well once and cry on stage. Really? What? What, This story's going uh, a completely different direction. Anthony Griffith actually talked about his daughter having cancer. Oh, well, that's a different story. No, but 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 in a completely different... uh, I'm talking about crying because it's not going well, not crying because... I saw it at an open mic in the Valley. You know the big difference, by the way. Oh, it was a huge difference. Completely different. Just so people don't think I'm crazy. Completely different. Uh, But this guy gets on stage, and beforehand... You know, it's open mic. He's out there telling everyone that he needs to get his sitcom going and stuff. And Oof. he's like, he's this kind of guy. And then he goes Classic on stage. <laughs> he goes on stage. And it's, 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 it's completely, uh, I can't comprehend what he's saying at all. And then he starts crying and saying, I walked by a recess today. And he starts crying. He goes, what are the kids going to do? And he breaks down. Oh. What, what is, I don't get it. He what's, breaks down. I don't know. I mean, he's I worried about what's going on with our world today? Yeah, and it was – I mean it was really uncomfortable. I mean – Yeah, I feel I don't know. Like what do kids I, do during the Holocaust? When I – He finished. But it was, <laughs> it was the weirdest thing and it was like – one of these things at an open mic where you're trying to be supportive of everybody. Oh, yeah. And so he gets off stage and you, you got to give him a round of applause. I turned it into a song. <laughs> and you didn't think I played an instrument. You can go fuck yourselves, every one of you. you I've seen go Todd make the crowd, people in the crowd cry before. All right, don't be silly. Was, Am well, I lying? Make people cry? Oh, maybe one person, but not a whole audience. He's no, not the whole audience, but I think I've seen you make well, I'm not proud of a that. guy cry yeah, because people deserve it. 
Mm-hmm. No, no. So, I, by the way, when you talk about this, you have to be very clear and take the time. If ever there's a time when I overpreface, plowing past that with unclarity. There, there. I remember maybe three times, and I can't say I was sorry. I don't know about crying, but definitely one time it was when somebody booed this comedian before me. And I, I swear, I'd only been doing comedy like eight years, but I knew I was going to be able to go up there and get the crowd on my side. I knew it. Like, it was harder for this person, but I, I was at the point where I knew, like, you know. And I did. I went up, and after ten minutes, I had them all listening. And then I went back, and I fucking dealt with it. And I said, who? Who booed? Who booed? And I broke it down. And I was, I was glad. And that person was like, I went after them. I, because, who, you know, and I went after them. I go, look at you. And I, I mean, I've even mortified to do what I did now because you can hear myself stopping myself. But I broke down who they were, not by weight, not by anything, but by things that you wouldn't say. And I said, look at you. And I pointed this out and pointed what, what, what if somebody just walked up and felt that about you and said it? That didn't realize there's many other a- a levels to you and who you are and takes this one thing. And because you're not doing good at it at that moment, whether it be physically, whether it be this person's act for you to be able to go, I don't like what you do. That's not right. I was like, fucking, and I'm glad I did that. But I don't make people, that, there are very isolated situations. Do you remember anymore? <laughs> That's not no. going, fuck you, and someone goes, fuck you. Get the fuck out. That's not, no, they don't cry. They're just pissed off. I've, I've never seen one person leave crying. Well, I'm sure maybe there has been some. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks for bringing me down this path. This is the new way I talk. Uh, I do characters. When I first an open mic, did you ever yell at somebody and make them? I've yelled at somebody to where they left before. What do you yell? What's the problem? What well, do you, what? they were. I had. I was saying some joke, and um, I said in the joke, I said I work with mostly lesbians, but there's this guy named Hunter who works there, and the, this girl just would yell out, "I thought you said you worked with all lesbians," and I was like, um, oh. I said, "Okay, I get it. If you're confused, that's fine." I'm just going to keep moving. Well, you said, and I'm like, I didn't say that. And also, you know, it would be really helpful if maybe you came up to me after the show and said, hey, there's a part of your joke that's a little bit confusing the way you've worded it. And I like said, this is how maybe you should do it. And I, I start, and she like started to feel really bad because all of her, everybody was laughing and all of her friends were laughing at her. And so she left. She like was like, I'm out of here then. I don't want to do this. And she left. And I felt really bad because the whole table that she was with also – I was like, damn it. I imagine her name was Stephanie. <laughs> damn it, Stephanie. All right, God. And they all had to go follow her out to try to make her feel better. And I felt terrible because this show was maybe – there was maybe tw- – it was in Mobile, Alabama. There was probably like 20 people there and like six of them left Oy. because I made fun of that girl. So I don't ever – I'm always like so nervous to talk to anybody in the audience you know, for that reason. Yeah, I, I – I, but you know, at the end of the day, it's like there's somebody – you know, because it's harmless, it doesn't make it any less annoying. You know, it's mm-hmm. like, and I get it a lot of times. I don't, dis- I don't, I don't, uh, wouldn't argue if someone said a lot of people that yell out and say things. If someone said they're all doing it to be mean and hurtful, I go, oh, no, they're not. I, I'll go, absolutely not. A lot of people, I'm not talking about mean spirited, you sucks. And that doesn't happen that often. That's like what we all think. When my family goes, what's a heckle? They go, I go, they go like, you know, you talk about it a lot. They think, it's, I go, oh, no, no, no. It's never like, it could be they think they're helping. Very rare is it you suck. That does happen, but most of the time it's just someone yelling out. or And they do. They think they're helping, and they really don't know. But that doesn't make it uh, any more enjoyable just because it's not being done in a mean way. And here's the thing. 95% of the audience, if not 99%, get it. So I've said this before on the show, but I'm repeating myself. So it's very gettable. 
You know what I mean? If 60, 70% of the audience did the wrong thing, you'd be like, maybe no one knows. But overwhelmingly, people are awesome. So how do the masses get it, but you don't? You, it, you don't understand it. When you leave a situation like that, like a club where you're getting thrown out, there is a – and I say this a lot, and I don't just say it because I disagree with someone. There is a disconnect if you don't look around and go, everybody else wasn't doing what you were doing, but you think it's all right. Like, follow the lead, you dumb fuck. Instead, they get in their car. Oh, geez. What do they think when they're getting kicked out? I never know. Well, I, usually they're shit-faced. Even, yeah. I've seen it when they're not a lot. You know, I mean, I've seen shit-faced, but I've also seen it where they're just like, no, they're very, they cannot believe. Because if they're not saying fuck you, it's very hard, especially at the great clubs, because they're just chit-chatting. Mm-hmm. Just chit-chatting, you know, and they feel they don't, they're not afraid. Some clubs are afraid, I get it. If they're not heckling, there's some clubs that are petrified. If they're not heckling, if they're just talking loud at the table, they're petrified to kick them out. And they turn into those type of clubs. There is a big distinction. There are some great fucking clubs that don't, they're not shushers. If you heckle, they'll be on it like a motherfucker, but they don't shush tables. They don't know to stand a doorman behind a chatty table. That's a great art of like, that table doesn't need to be talked to. DC Improv just sends a waiter to stand behind them. That's how you train audiences. Yeah. Well, Even when you're and so anyway, if you are at those clubs where they where that um where uh you know, that's what the the distinction of the the ones that walk around and like, no, shh, can't even talk. Well, what how do we start this? I'm a sorry. A lot of those uh those clubs are afraid that they're going to lose money, but what right. they don't understand is if you don't if you don't shut that down, you're going to lose money the other way because the people who come to see the show aren't going to come back. That's yeah. a great point. And, it, and it's, you know, it's, they just don't realize it, that it, it, you will end up winning. It's like those clubs that will cut off dinners in the first row. You know, DC Improv will sometimes, if someone's coming in and they're eating a full course dinner, they don't want to be serving dinners in the first row. It's like we can serve food and they make a lot of money off of it. And I get it. But the distinction is to be able to go like, don't, they're here for the show. So, sorry, we can't serve you dinner up front. We can move you two rows back, do stuff like that. So maybe they make 62 less dollars, which blows. But overall, they're respected as an artistic club. And look at their lineups. Mm-hmm. You don't get that. They, you know, they're not penny-wise, dollar-foolish. They get it. You know, throw eight people out before they even get in. Times are tough, and I'm sure they need the money. And it's not fun for a club to have a door staff that's trained to watch them in line and throw out eight people just for their behavior in line. That's a club that goes, we'll make $220 less, and we fucking need it, but no, we're artistic first. Mm-hmm. And that's why those clubs have great reputations. They stand, they're in a league all by themselves, and it's amazing. When I was first starting and doing open mics, um, and I don't know if it was like this for you, Bobby, but there was always half insane people at every oh, open mic. Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> that like, same. By the way, when I was started, it that, is it that, always not half? Like that? But there's definitely that group. But if like, they were, I always tried to be nice. What is that? It's your phone. Whose phone? Oh really? Yeah. Sorry. Thank you. You okay? Are you? No serious. No, serious. What? I'm a little sad. You're a little tired? sad. Are you really? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> hey, by the way, what time is it? I have no idea. 10 to 10. And what time did we start? 7. No, no. What time did we start? 7. Well, we've been going uh, two hours. Two hours. Oh, okay. We'll go in for the close. 
<laughs> Todd. No, that doesn't. That means it takes 45 minutes. But I like to, you know. I feel like I got too, like, depressed there. <laughs> Not depressed, but I felt bad. Like, all that stuff. I was a lot. It was a lot of... I think people like that kind of stuff. I don't well, I hope you're right. <laughs> the last thing I'd want to do is make anybody in a bad mood. Play this. It's heartwarming, and it'll bring me back to a good place. I lo- hold, pause it for one second, please. And, Jake, I want to say happy birthday to you early this year, because last year I know I forgot, and I really wanted to give you a pre-happy birthday. I'm so excited about your birthday coming up. When is, when is it coming up? It was last week. When, when was it? August 20th. Of next year. All right. <laughs> happy, happy birthday. I thought it was sooner. I thought it was July. <sighs> All right. We were talking about open mic nights. Yeah. So you you said there were they weren't half crazy, but there was definitely those there you know people that, who would just scream and like just demon had demons inside of them. They can they were letting them out at the open mic. You know what? If that's where they found happiness. Good for them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Except it was terrifying for me because uh, <laughs> uh, I was a boy. <laughs> and just, you know, also so nervous. And I remember thinking like, oh, man, this just – Mike is people who are diagnosed uh, insane. Uh, I'll go up and crush my first open mic and then just went up and wasn't getting any laughs and thinking to myself, I'm one of them. Like I'm also insane. <laughs> what am I saying and thinking – Especially the first few months of doing open mics, like every single night, I couldn't get any laughs. And I remember thinking, like, I'm crazy. Because when I write all this stuff down, I think it's funny. And then I go on stage, and it's just nonsense, and I'm insane. This is proof that I'm just like all of these people. So you were going up every night and not getting any laughs? No, I – so me and – yeah, I didn't get any laughs, but, but you But you know. never had, like, good nights and bad nights? It was just bad for three months, four months, every night? Three months. Three wow. months straight bombing. And uh, my friend Rod, we started together. Uh, Rodney Berry. Follow him on Twitter. So you're, wait, how long did you say till you got your first laugh? I don't want I just. Three got, months. Three months. And going on Seriously. stage every night. So three you, you didn't so just sporadically but start. I was you in, dove into it. Yeah, I was in a band, and I also hosted a, a comedy show with a group to where we could get laughs. And my band, I, you know, we would play, and I could kind of get laughs. But, like, whenever I'd come to I'm going to tell this great story. I just didn't know how to tell a, a story on stage. So it took a long time. And my friend Rod could write jokes and tell them easy and get laughs. And then eventually I wrote one joke, a short joke that wasn't like some stupid elaborate story. And, uh, and that opened the door to where I was like, oh, okay, here we go. But I don't care. Let it all hang out. <sighs> That's perfect. You know what I noticed about a lot of those guys, and tell me if I'm right, there's always, you know, the ones that n- no matter what you do, you couldn't get to them. But I noticed they were all, the, now at least, uh, you know what, I don't want to be one of those people that makes, like, um, this could have been just the scene where I was at. Doesn't mean it was every scene. There might be a different type of crazy people. But the ones that I'm saying, they were a little insane. If you just showed them some respect, because some of them have been doing it longer than you, you know, just showed them respect. They were always actually pretty cool and pretty supportive in their crazy way. You know what I mean? And then some of them, you know, that's their outlet, you know. Don't get me wrong. I went through a phase where I would, like, somewhat tongue-in-cheek make fun of those people. And I'm glad that you get to a point, at least if you're doing something right in your life, to have, like, hey, look, I talk about it, to just evolve a little and go, 
I like looking at, I heard somebody else say this once about those comedians. You know, it's like from a more gentle place of like, God, I went back 10 years later, they were still doing it. I was talking to somebody else who looked at it from a much, I'm like, you're totally right. You know, like that's their outlet. Like that's, you know, and, and uh, don't dismiss it. Don't dismiss don't it. Hang out. Does that make sense what I just said? Definitely. I told that because you bare your soul so you don't look like you're preaching. You know what I mean? It's like, no, I've been there where I've been like, you know, like I went back 10, you know. I'm, I'm, so you go, yeah, then you try to get to a better place. You know who else I heard say that? You go, do you ever go to, someone goes, do you ever go to a city? And, uh, and this is not me. This is, I think, Rory telling me this. Somebody goes, do you ever go to a city and there's somebody that, you know, they're a lawyer, but they do stand-up comedy. Mm-hmm. And someone goes, not meanly, but they're like, I don't, I don't get that. Like, so you're like a doctor, but you do stand-up comedy? And somebody said, yeah, maybe. They asked the guy, and someone said, yeah, we, we talked to him about that. He goes, it's like, you know, some people like the golf, some people like the ball. I'm never going to be, maybe, do it for a living, but I enjoy it. Mm-hmm. I thought, oh, that's a, I get it. That's such a better way to look at the people that do that. Like, they like comedy, you know? Like, they might never do it for a living. They might never make millions off of it. But they'll have another job, and like everyone that golfs and plays baseball doesn't think they're going to go to the pros. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's it for them, and that's special, right? No, definitely. You don't I, give a shit. No. no, I see it all the time. You don't. You said about all those. You said those dumb fucking idiots. You get the <laughs> fuck out of my way. They're steering my stage time. But I don't care. <laughs> Were you immediately funny, Bobby? No, no, no. I went through phases. But I don't care. I, were you, Todd? Um. No, I, I. Weren't you like 14 when you started? No, I was 16 when I started, and how did you? There was probably a frenetic energy that got me by. But I, by the way, the the thing I look at, I did all right quickly, but also all right. And I wanted to, and I, of course, I saw guys that were not. I wanted to be more than all right. Like I learned how to do comedy. Mm-hmm. But you were but headlining took, at what age? At improvs. I mean, not at, at improvs. I mean, when I moved out here, I was 25, so I was maybe by 26. But on the road, I was headlining from like 23, you know, 24. But here's what I want to say to be realistic. But I see guys that become much better comics sooner. At least I knew that I wanted to be better. I'll give myself some credit. But I knew, like, no, I want to fucking do what they're doing. I, I, it, was the, it was better, and I knew it. And it sort of... Yeah. And so, so I just, you know, and of course, that's, I knew why I was doing what wasn't... It's, it's scarier to do the shit you think's funny, you know. So I had this in between, like, very, but I, you know, I was young at comedy clubs. But then, then ninety two, ninety four, when the, a lot of the clubs started closing and they started, it seemed to me like the improv groups were merging with a lot of the stand up comedians. Like all of a sudden they were like taking venues that weren't comedy clubs and just making comedy anywhere. Like, yeah. yeah, we'll put it somewhere where people can come in free. We'll be able to do whatever we want. Dave Rath lugging PA systems in. And then it, that's when, like, you would start seeing uh, Kathy Griffin and Andy Dick and, and uh, Tenacious D. And then you would see stand-up comedians like David Cross and Odenkirk and Janine Garofalo. And I, I was fucking thrilled. I wasn't really a part of the Uncabaret as much, but I admired it. But then this sort of became, like, a cool scene. And um, then when they all merged together, and it was like... That was a good time for me, where I really be able to just like, oh, these are great crowds. Take advantage of it. Do you think? Do you think you could take one of your bits from 1994 and do it now? Yeah, some, some, but not you know. Oh wait, 94 or whenever that. Era yeah, was. yeah. Mm, I don't know. Yeah, that's a could. good question. Yeah, you could There's because still, I've seen a imp- uh, set of you on, at the improv when you had long hair. 
And it's still pretty, it's like pretty similar. Definitely different time, but like you're still little Todd Glass. Wait, which is this? What is this? It's, it's a set of you at the improv where you're like walking through the crowd in the beginning to get on stage. Um, so I don't know, man. Check it out. Wait, the one to say to be quiet? No, no, no. It's a set of you at the improv in like the, the 90s. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, it's on YouTube. You know I'll be searching for it. No, tonight. it's super good. But it's sim- I mean, it's pretty. Like I feel like maybe you could still do that kind of thing. But it, it's very bizarre to see that compare like next to the other comedy, the other comedians of that era. I think I don't know. I, well, I, I used know to ask saying. somebody, when are you going to stop? Do you, do you, what's the oldest videotape you have of yourself doing stand up? Uh, I have one from like three months in. But I don't care. Let it all hang out. How about you, Bobby? Uh, tape. Yeah. I don't really have tape of me anymore. I mean, there's videos. Mm, but cl- cleverly got rid just, of it, huh? Mm, no sign of it. Well, Bobby, I have a video of you at a at a car dealership in Temecula, uh, making fifty bucks for the uh, employee of the month. I he, might have he got his some own old sets from Ventura somewhere. Oh, and and how like how many years into it? One or two. Well, nobody cares. <laughs> <laughs> After all that. Oh. You guys are something else. Did you ever hear this? Play it from the beginning. Oh, no, play this. So this kid, they're, they're, let's play this. They're, there's a, there's this there's this kid. He gets, he's getting bullied, and all these kids. Well, yeah, I think the story explains itself. But uh, th- you have to, it's, I know it's visual, but I, but I love it, and I just couldn't get enough of it. Of This kid is in fifth grade, and he's talking about helping this other kid, and he starts to quiver. He does not want to cry. But it was overwhelmed him with, with he, that, you can't fake that. He, you know, kids don't want to cry in front of other people. So I hope it, I hope it listens well. I hope you can. Danny always wears a tie and jacket. He has some speech issues. A few other kids had been picking on him about that. And yesterday, his team dressed up to show they don't approve. We heard that Danny was getting picked on, so we thought that we would all have a day to dress up like Danny, and we thought we would all come to school like Danny. And sponsor Danny to um show Danny that we love him and that we love him very much. Did you? I'm like, God damn it! So I don't want to be lazy. I thought let's there's and there's one other kid. You know, first I wanted to like I wanted to start a trust fund for one of those kids. There's three of them. One kid starts crying. The other kid puts his hand on his shoulder. Like that's just a lot of like brilliant little people, you know, like able to to, to express themselves like that. Like, um, and I thought we can find out where that's from. Some listener, because um, let me tell you, maybe I'm just lazy. You know, like you you can find what's. How can we get in touch with them? Because I'd like to like maybe even do a phone call with those three kids, and then maybe do something where we do a PayPal for them, the three of them. Like we get them something. You know what I mean? We could do something fun with it, like condoms or something. <laughs> also, uh, y'all have y'all didn't see the video. We're sitting here watching it. He's crying because his uh, his teacher is cutting him the whole time. That's why he's crying. That's not true. What I just said. Our guest today is Bobby Miyamoto. You know him from the shows he does. Bobby Miyamoto. You know him from his jokes. <laughs> Let me read his set list. Hold on, I got a set list in my hand. First, boobs. Second, butts. Third, farts. Fourth, religion. Fifth, I spice it up. Fifth, 
fifth, road trip with the parents. <laughs> and six, I don't know how to have sex. <laughs> good stuff. Always a, always a good closer for a guy who starts with boobs. <laughs> <laughs> Todd did. Play, play, play that Todd Glass show. Here, here, here it now. There's something you should know. Tell Chris Harbick at the Nerdist desk. Stop breathing down Todd's neck. You just gotta hear another Todd Glass show. Right, enough with those fucking songs. Uh, <laughs> you know my favorite thing to do is play them myself. Lean over, tell him to play it, and then <laughs> you know do it again. Play it again. Here's what I do. Play, play, play that time show. All right, all right, all right. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Do you have any questions? Do you have a question for him? What's the best thing you What's the best thing you found out about Whitmer Thomas by hanging out with him today? The best thing. God, where do I start? <laughs> <Thanks>. <laughs> and that's good. That's a compliment. Yeah. Too many best things. What's your favorite food? When are you your happiest? My favorite food. What, or, yeah. Or the, <laughs> not orange chicken. Um, seriously, do you know how to make it? And I'm not even joking around. <laughs> no. No, seriously. I'm not. Okay, let's put comedy aside because I don't think it's funny anymore. I, I have people coming over and they wanted to get some orange chicken. And I was curious if you knew how to make it. Or do you like it? Either one. We're not sure which one it is. <laughs> I will Bobby, eat it. Bobby Niamoda. Bobby. I prefer General Tsao's chicken over to Orange Chicken, to tell you the truth. We'd asked if he could play this song and sing with echo in his voice over it for you as a tribute to you before we sing. Bobby, Bobby. Me Bobby. 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 Bobby, oh Bobby, you're so funny. You're the one, Bobby Miyamoto. How did Orange Chicken get related to me? Joe it, Coy. No, because your brother. Oh, Joe Coy. Your brother Joe Coy. Isn't your brother Joe Coy? I was. No, you do. No, I wasn't. Bobby. No, because we're being ridiculous, silly. It's. Oh. It's a bit that we we were trying to figure out if Joe Coy says, "Do you know how to no, make?" No, that orange? was the podcast before because I, I was sat in on. Bobby, what are you? What are you? A court stenographer? You coming here with the stats? I don't remember one show <laughs> from the next. It's all fucking the same to me. Blah blah blah. We play a jingle. We fucking get in and out. It's all a fucking machine. Jack, is everything okay? Yeah, yeah. Worried yeah. sick about you and your back over there, <laughs> twisting and bending, cracking it. Jealous to think that you could be cracking your back like that. There's nothing like a good crack. I. <laughs> My doctor goes, I'm not crack happy. I go, well, I am. So start fucking cracking away. <laughs> if you want my business. I want to be crack. Crack my fingers. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I'm edgy. You know what? These are the great stories I have. These are going to be in a book and told. And but I don't care. Yeah, man. man. I remember the day when I would go into the chiropractor. I'd be like, hey, crack my knuckles, motherfucker. But I don't care. Hang out. I could do this forever. Just, just, have, just. Could you mind doing another one? It doesn't even have to make any sense. We get it. You know, you know. I used to take pills because I was embarrassed who I was, and everybody said, 
you should take pills so you can be different from who you are. And then somebody told me this. But I don't care and I'll hang out. <laughs> I made it make sense in a way. Yeah. He said, no, I don't care. Hey, your daughter is going to marry someone that's not Jewish. Do you? I care. But I don't care at all, man. Oh, all right. Oh, well, okay. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Okay, I didn't want to do it because it makes you look so crazy. Give me phone effects. Phone sounds. Phone sounds. Make it look professional. Come on. I need something. Yeah. I don't care. Hang up. A bell. It just makes it sound like we're professional. Look at now we're a show. Oh, it's a morning show. Look at them. They got little sound effects. Yeah, have a hang up. Make people get into the bit. Into the bit. A hang up. Any phone sound effects. Do you have a hang up? Okay. Now we're doing a phone bit now. Play um, the last. Oh, I feel bad. <laughs> play wit when he really goes off. The one we didn't play about him having a uh, Instagram. Instagram. Play the one we didn't play where he's screaming at the top of his lungs. He sounds like a girl. I mean, like a, like a character. I shouldn't be sexist, but he's really screaming. Play it. Boop. I'm freaking out, Dad! I don't know where to go! I'm freaking out, Dad! It doesn't have an Instagram! It's not fair! It's not fair, Dad! I want to look at his pics! Where's the Miyamoto picks? Toad! Boop. Todd, listen, I feel weird about yelling, but it gets me mad, and I need the Miyamoto picks, all right? Because I'm scrolling through the gram, and I'm seeing I'm seeing all the big comedians. I'm seeing Doug Benson. I'm seeing Anthony Jeselnik, and then I'm looking for the Miyamoto, all right? And I don't see it anywhere. And I'm thinking to myself, is this guy, what is he, is this a joke? You know what I mean? So anyway, Todd, get back to me. Uh, you know. Boop. Todd, it's me, Wet. Boop. So listen, let me pause it. I started to get, it started, to, the messages started to freak me out. So I put my message machine, uh, the uh, voice, no, the message machine, it's 1920. Um, I put my voice activation on my phone that they could only leave a four-second message. Mm. So it was cutting him off, and he got angrier and angrier. You like for that bit, you had to really go with me. But I got you where I needed to get you. Basically, I, you know, I was like, oh, my vo- voice, my phone. I put it to four seconds. That's where we need to be with this. So I set it to four seconds. I go right back into it. And then my head fell off. No. <laughs> and that time, it really didn't. And uh, so listen to this. He's trying to say what he wants to say, but he has to call back. He's got to be hanging back up. It take. He calls back and calls, boop. Hey, Todd, listen, Bobby Miyamoto. Boop. Listen, Todd. Boop. Okay. Todd, hey, listen, uh, you, you got to stop cutting me off here because uh, I'm trying to say something. Boop. Okay, I was on. I'm talking about Bobby Miyamoto and his Instagram. He doesn't have one, and it's frustrating. Boop. Uh, it's frustrating on a bunch of different levels. I'm kind of rolling with it now uh, because it's cutting off. And you cut me off there, so I'm going to say, Bobby Miyamoto's got to get Instagram. you got to pull your uh, – I mean, maybe talk to Spade about it. Uh, I imagine he knows a little bit of something about uh, He knows Sandler, and Sandler knows Schneider, and I feel like Schneider might know. He seems like an Instagram guy. You're uh, getting good at that. You know what? I should follow uh, Schneider on Instagram because I imagine he's got some – Okay, listen. Instagrams. Pause it. 
It's good how he remembers what he said in the last. Well, he's getting very good at it. Like he doesn't. It's a cheat, I think. It's frustrating. I got good. I'm good at technology. I'm I'm 21 years old. I said it to one second. And that's the last thing we have to play for you. And it's, it's fucking hilarious. I mean, he's not giving up. It's probably a second and a half. Boop. Hey, Todd. Boop. Listen, Todd. Boop. Hey, Bobby Mimoto. Boop. He needs Instagram. Boop. Todd. And, and I think Boop. I think that Boop. you should help him get it. Boop. Boop. Todd. Boop. Todd, you got to stop this. Boop. <laughs> <laughs> We're done. We're not done the show. You kidding me? Not, no. How much longer we got? No, we're 10 minutes. Oh, God, I got seven shows tonight. <laughs> yeah, your, your mother has seven shows. Oh. <laughs> I don't know how to end. By the way, Pan, you know in Pandora, I know for an extra dollar I cannot pay for commercials. I get it, and I'm going to do it. That's one of the things I need Jake to help me with. Um. But until then, I don't. So here, my question isn't like complaining about the commercials. But my question is from a from a from a an advertiser's point of view. I think anytime something's mentioned, it's negative, because think about this. I'm not kidding around. When you're listening to Pandora, and let's say a song like songs that are unbelievable, they change the whole mood of a room, and you're basking in it. And then something comes in. I don't care what it is. This is what it's saying. Chevy is interrupting your fun. Chevy is interrupting your song. Chevy is interrupting. doesn't matter what it is. At the, lease, at the Nissan lease this year. She, yeah, Nissan blows. Nissan interrupts good things. You are not. You're, you, there's music, and then they're saying, we're stopping that good feeling that you had. And it just stops everything. I can't see how it's worth it. I wouldn't want to. Maybe I know nothing. Maybe it's like, yeah, as much as it I sucks. I agree. I think uh – Maybe videos before wrong. a YouTube video sometimes, like a commercial before a YouTube video, you're like, fuck, just skip, skip, whatever. Yeah. But you know what? Maybe it does something. I don't know. I don't want people to think I'm losing my mind. Um, I think we're going to close with a song, and we're not going to give up till we do it right, but this is the way we're going in for the close. Do you have anything? Uh, Jack, do you want to do you have a Twitter? Uh, yeah. What is it? Uh, oh, Try to make as I much noise as you can. <laughs> Uh, it's Jack Knight. That's all it is. Jack Knight. Yeah. Todd, Jack I, Knight. I have something I want to promote. Oh, yeah. Oh, sure, Bobby. I hope it's your Instagram. I'm on Instagram. <laughs> Shut up, because you want to hear something funny? I got a message. It's Bobby Miyamoto. Bobby, nobody Miyamoto. cares. Please, stop it. Already. You're being ridiculous. They don't even give a shit about me. <sighs> they care. Everybody cares. You know what I mean. I got 70,000 Twitter followers last time I did this show. Did you really? Yeah, I got like 78,000 Twitter followers. <laughs> I got like 200 million Twitter followers last 200 time. million? Yeah, I got, last time I did this show, yeah. I think oh, my I got God. Three. I thought you said 70,000 at first. I got around 400 million followers just last time I did the show. Wait, that's the most anybody would have. Mm-hmm. 400 million? Are you being serious? Yeah, I got about 450 million. Let me see your phone. <laughs> I, got, I can't cause too many followers. It weighs, <laughs> it weighs too much. Oh, I never even thought about that. I'm like your best dumb client. Not client, but friend. Oh, yeah. Because all the followers. Because all the followers. Because we don't even think about that because like a million is a lot in our world. Like I think Daniel Tosh has like seven million, but that's not like Mm -mm. how many million? I have about 700,000 million. Can I tell you something? That's more than I thought you said. Mm -hmm. You know, it's funny you say that because I'm being totally honest. I remember one time when I held Daniel Tosh's phone. Mm -hmm. Not like your phone where you can't even bring it in, but it was a little heavier. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, you'd think they'd have a business account, but I guess it all stores in his phone. Yeah, it somehow does. And my phone weighs too much. It's actually kind of a hassle having all these followers thanks to your show from a few weeks ago. But thank you very much for that. How many did you get, Bobby? Like four. Well, that's good, too. Mm-hmm. That's good, too. I wish I could still put my phone in my pocket. Right, you don't have to be uh, patronizing to me. <laughs> I know. Oh, I, wish I, could. I wish I was like you. You know? It's like sometimes I'm trying to tell a joke. Quit laughing so hard. <laughs> <laughs> Can you put reverb? Can we put a song? Chestnuts roasting on an open fire. Jack Frost nipping at my nose. See, it's funny. This is just piano music, and it just... If, if, you, if, if I didn't say it, if I was at the mall, let's say, and I'm playing on the piano, right? Play this. Hold on. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Everywhere you go, take a look in the five and dime. No, I, I, I can't do this one. Put, put another one. I have to know the song. I don't like this either. I just want piano. Start the piano music over. Okay. The weather outside. No, it's beginning. Can you try it? Do you know Can any I Christmas song? Else? I have some, a fun idea. I'm dreaming of a white Christmas Just like just a, like the one I used to know <sighs> I like it. Keep going. Where there's snow outside. I don't know the rest. Oh, fuck. I'm sorry. Do you, do you know any Christmas song all the way through? I'm Dreaming of a white. That's hard to sing. Even that's harder than I thought. But I do like this music. It sounds like the end of an '80s movie. That's when I knew that I would never see her again. You know, every summer I think back. <laughs> I think about that time when Celeste looked me right in the eye and she told me, "Hey, stick around because this summer's going to be a good one." I wish I would have, but hey. You can't live in the past. And that's why the Breakfast Club. <laughs> let, me, let me do one. Let me do one. I, let me try to do one. We were all at camp. And by that time, we had just spent too much time with each other. And it was time for us to part as friends. It's been 30 years since we saw each other. And the rest, the story tells itself. Oh, that's perfect. And I drove away in a blue Volvo cross-country station wagon. I, by the way, I've been playing piano music that Mike, that played piano in Philadelphia, gave me a CD. I should put it in the beginning of the show what it is. So he gave me a CD of piano music. And it's just great piano music. It's all him. It's his own songs. Yes, it is his own songs. And I've been driving around to it in the car, and it's so much fun to make pretend you're in a movie. It, the, whatever piano music he has, it just scores what I'm doing. You can turn this, or play this from the beginning. So it always seems like you're driving away, like maybe you just had to leave. There you go, down. You're, you're pulling away in your Volvo. The, the, maybe you're leaving your family or something. You're driving away. You're going somewhere away from... Or could it be anything? You know, you, you get. I don't want it to be nest. Maybe it could be. Oh, it could be happy. I was thinking a happy one actually. 
where uh, I got the Christmas tree on the roof, and I'm coming home. I'm coming back, and it's the uh, we we were separated, and then we come back. But I always picture it like some mo- old uh, like you know movie, and the kids are in there, and the dad comes into the door. Those movies. Yeah. Is that the same music you're talking about? Yeah. I never could relate to Stevie or Billy or Todd, but I knew <laughs> they were my sons. <laughs> and no matter what. I was going to love him. So that's when I put my Christmas tree back on top of my Volvo when I drove home. When they opened the door, I knew that even though sometimes I don't feel like I belong anywhere, I'll always have a home. And that's why I'm pretty in pink. Love you. That's why I'm pretty in pink. Uh, I never saw Bobby again. I always thought that maybe the people that were supposed to help sometimes just come out of your life. I never thought that Bobby would end up wiping out. I don't know where to take this bit. I don't want to make it too negative because even in a silly mood, I don't want to go there. I was going to have you, know you like, <laughs> Bobby. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. I don't. I don't you're fine. In this bit, I never thought Bobby would take out the trash for his happy wife and them living such a traditional marriage. <laughs> you take out the trash. Hey, I'll take it out when you put your gun down. Hey, put your gun down. Put your gun down. I'm not taking out the trash. Oh, you know what? Hey, let's play this music. You know, the best part of those Christmas movies when the dad comes back is all the, uh, all the kids inside of the house whenever he opens the door. I open the door, and there they were. Dad, it's Dad. He's home. Dad's <laughs> home. All the kids yell. So you can be the dad. Dad's home. <laughs> <laughs> That's all. Oh, my God. Dad's home. <laughs> The one kid's way too old to still be living there. <laughs> Finally, someone can raise me. I'm 58. <laughs> I'm Eddie Pepitone, and I'm here to tell you my story. Because of this voice, I could no longer do comedy. I already had an aggressive manner about me. And when I was had to talk out of this thing here, it scared people, but now I do kids' parties. There it is. I'm done with the bid. Fuck that. I'm bored, and I don't got to do it. Anybody in the mood for onion rings? Yeah, Ruth's Chris. I can, every time we get into how, how we say it, Ruth's Chris. Ruth's Chris. Ruth's Chris, what is it? Ruth's can you play this from the beginning? Ruth's Chris. Not even joking. I'm sorry. We're, we're going in. We're going to do a song, and then we're out of here. You okay? Our next guest on Live at Five is appearing now through Sunday at the Westbury Music Fair. And each year when Don Rickles comes to town, we look forward to him being with us here on Live at Five. He always has such a good time while he's here. Uh, that's it? Yes. Thanks a million, Jack, for this big opportunity. <laughs> I swear to you, I didn't want to be on this. I didn't want to come yeah. on this thing. You made me come on, and you'll never see me again. I'm <laughs> fed up. And I hope that thing shortens out in your ear. What do you think of that? <laughs> Thank you very really much. Really fed up with this. Nice... I didn't need it. <laughs> Welcome back. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's great to be back, Jack, yeah. especially when the guys were holding me in the hall begging me to come on. They were out there offering you money and yeah, everything, right? Everything. To, now, it's nice here. to see you, though. Yeah, you're out of Westbury through Sunday. No, no, I'm, I'm in here for the garden show. <laughs> oh, excuse me. No, no, I'm, I'm out of Westbury with, with Hal Linden, a wonderful singer. Yes, right. we, Westbury's about 700 miles from the city. Oh, who cares? 
Well, it's time to say goodbye. And we're going to do, let's, what can we do? I want to do, I want to end like a group song or something. Can't we do, we have any, what, what do you have? I'm going to lasso Santa Claus and I know just why because ba, 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 ba. Pull, 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 Bing, bing, bing. It's like the same girl who sang the roller. <laughs> Hold on, wait, Bobby has a good point and a great way to end the show. Play the other song. Bobby says, <sighs> play the other one. Mm. Little. I rode my bicycle past your window last night. I roller skated to your door at daylight. I guess we can end the show by making funny sounds to this song. I mean, if we're going to commit to it. Are we going to commit? Oh, this is my favorite thing in the world. Yeah, let's do it. And would you mind doing the drums? You know, we always find fun ways to end the show. Just Jack, just Jack. Can you come? Can we get reverb? But we're not done. We're doing this bit. Start it from the beginning. I'm having too much fun. Hold on. Get the reverb in everybody's mic. Here we go. Now we're going to do it right for you people. Jack, take it away with reverb. Aristotle on drums. How about a hand for Jack, everybody? Sorry to interrupt you at the end. Okay, take it away, Wit. Bobby, where'd that onion ring thing happen again? Where did it happen? Yeah, the onion ring thing. Del Frisco's in New York. New York. Oh, bragging. I boop, I boop, 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 I boop, 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 I boop, 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 Maybe this 
live group that we have here. Could we could go with it, Chris? First of all, I want to thank you all very much. This was fun. This was very enjoyable. Mm. You're great, Whitmer Thomas. You're great, Todd. Thanks, Bobby. Did you feel heard? Yes. <laughs> I make it so official. <laughs> Do you feel heard? Well, because a few times when you were on, you know, the truth is, like, it wasn't like I wanted to just be like, you know, like uh, you didn't really get a lot of time. Yeah. But I think today I got four hours today, so I think I'm okay. <laughs> and I'm very proud of you. What you did, I can't talk about it on the air, but it was very courageous of what you did with the sick squirrel with the sick foot. Sick trying to help you with the ladies. <laughs> I didn't want anyway, to bring it Yeah, no, that, to, to, to donate your seat in first class to a squirrel uh, <laughs> was... I mean, Bobby, you don't hear that anymore. You don't hear it anymore. You know, one of our listeners was at the airport. I'm not even joking around. This is true. Ladies and gentlemen... Ladies and gentlemen, here at the airport restaurant, make it work. <laughs> we have a situation here on American Airlines. We have a sick squirrel that does not have a seat. And unfortunately, by the FAA regulations to bring a sick squirrel on the plane, we need somebody with a first class seat that likes orange chicken. <laughs> So please come to the podium. Yeah, I'm I'm Bobby Miyamoto. <laughs> if that squirrel needs my if that squirrel needs my first class seat, I definitely The best thing I ever did was give that squirrel my first class seat. Hi, I'm Bobby Miyamoto. You remember me from the movie, A Squirrel Makes It Home Safe, based on my real life. Well, I'm here to tell you that I'm now doing stand-up comedy, and I'll be at the, the Bray Improv, opening for David Spade. You know, those days of six squirrels are over, <laughs> but tomorrow's a brighter day where I look forth with great glory and dander. <laughs> I couldn't go anymore. I didn't even know what to say. When the word, the word dander came from. All right, so let's do this. Stop it. Stop the music, please. <laughs> it's very graceful music, and I go, stop it. We'll end with the guys. I give these guys a nice round of applause. Um, Karen, and then on piano, um, Chad on piano, and then also Gabe is always on sax. All right, don't, don't be disrespectful. Show them the nice, uh, show them we appreciate it. And and uh, this is the, do something nice, maybe acapella-ish, music-ish, and let's you know fill the room with some love. There's nobody here, <laughs> but doesn't it seem better if you think there's a group here? There was never anybody here today. Well, I couldn't lie. Like, I tried to think. I said before the show, let me make, see if it, we can make it feel like there's a band here when there's not. But I said I was going to tell the truth at the end. No, guys, you, let's, let's try it again. It didn't seem real. Let's see how real we can make it. There's something about it. Play it. I want to hear how I should set it up. A boom, boom. A boom, boom. All right, hold on. Well, anyway, I'm happy to have these guys here. They're just great. And uh, <laughs> do that song where you go, boom, boom. Hi. 
Hey, they sound great. Give them a nice round of applause, everybody. You guys are great. Let's do background chatter that looks like as we're going to commercial, we're all real, like hot chocolate, all that type of stuff, but off to the side. But it, you can tell that right after the show, we've got hot chocolate. We're eating our big Christmas dinner tonight. And this, this song is sung. You, we leave the mics on. A lot of fun, guys. A lot of fun tonight. Thanks so much Thanks, for having Todd. Can you pass the, uh, this is the turkey? This is actually a really... Oh, my uh, God. You know, I had a really who good made time. the stuffing? The stuffing. I think that was Bobby who made the stuffing. Bobby, the Bobby stuffing seriously stuffing. is so good. It's carb free. Did somebody put the what, what, what is it? Hot chocolate? I wasn't able to get anything. Hey, could you do me a favor and pass those? Uh, who made those? Uh, Bobby made those too. Oh, can you pass those, please? Bobby, pass them, Bobby. Oh, my God. That smells so good. Look at that. That turkey is dripping in blood. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Someone, can we cook the turkey? Oh, my God. No one cooked the turkey. No, everybody forgot to cook the turkey. Oh, my God. And guess what? I'm not going to lie. What? Okay, that, that turkey's alive. It is. Let it outside, seriously. Gobble, gobble, gobble. Gobble, gobble. Gobble, gobble. That's a very good turkey impression. <laughs> well, put that's a sound effect, actually. Not that one, but... That's actually... Is. Okay, let's do... Now, as, I'd rather go to close over the top. Over the top, positive. Past the stuffing. This is so delicious. Mmm. Here we go. And not into the mic. It sounds more real. Let's sell it. See how good of actors we are. We have headphones on. We know what the director's looking for. Guys, this is... Oh, start it over then. We'll do it. This is... The director comes on. He goes, it's got to sound Norman Rockwellish. Not into the... Uh, please raise the mic so uh, it sounds like we're picking them up from a distance. He's, he's talking to the sound person. This is a... You know, here we go. So this is the scene. The dinner. There's... Tur- here we go. This is really good. Who made the turkey? Bobby made the turkey. Yeah, I made it. It's deep fried. Not it. Hey, uh, Todd, did you pass the cranberry sauce? Yeah, by the way, I never thought you could like cranberry sauce. you got to taste this stuff. It's I hate cranberries. It's amazing. It's so sweet. Okay, hold on. Stop. Stop, please. Who is the... Uh, Who's the guy that said he hates cranberry sauce? Did anybody hear my direction? I heard that guy, yeah. All right, all right, all right. Yeah, okay, this is fun, and we all have a sense of humor, and we have enough for the blooper reel. The camera's going to widen. You guys are doing the soundtrack for someone. It's dinner, happy. This is delicious. Pass this. Do we have any background sound effects for this? Uh, restaurant clinking, clanking? Yeah. Can we play that? Bring that in? No, not the music yet, please. No music yet. Okay, bring the music in, and uh, please don't uh, bring the mics low so we sound like we're picking them up from afar. And this is the end of the show, so let's do it fucking right. This is really good. Mm. Hey, could you pass the mashed potatoes, yeah, please? Yeah, they're so good. I almost ate all of them. Oh, That's my God. Wait, you did eat all of them. I did. I <laughs> ate all You caught me. Oh, my God, you ate all... Did you really eat all the mashed potatoes? I know, I'm not taking my own direction. You ate all the mashed potatoes? I ate all of them. Oh, pass the hands. Oh, you like ham. We got a good ham. Bobby, like honey did you eat that ham? Did you eat that ham? Yeah. Michael, Bobby, that ham was in front of you, but it's not just for you to eat. Do you yeah, ate all ate the ham? Well, I don't eat carbs, so I like ham. 
Oh my God, but you know, you can't do that. Hey, Jack, do me a favor. Where's that? There was a big bowl of sweet potatoes. There was a big bowl of sweet potatoes. Jack ate them. It's, yeah, it's gone. It's done. It's done. No, no, no. There was like a, there was like a big, like a, it was a tub of sweet potatoes. Oh, oh, that's a, uh, it's still in the kitchen. You have to go all the way back there and check it out. No, you ate them. Jack ate them all. Oh my God. That's the classic Jack. <laughs> So this is the time when we say goodbye to our listening audience. Boy, do we have fun. Any words of wisdom as we leave or just final part? Yeah, Final sure. parting words. I got something. I gotta say, that was the best podcast I had ever been on. And I knew as I was walking away from that building that I would never be able to turn back. I walked straight home. And I grabbed my guitar. And I wrote a song, and this is how it went. Well, I am a special little boy, and I am important. I learned that from Todd Glass. He made me feel important. Important, he made me feel... (laughs) You know, sometimes I think back, they were special days. You know, when I was living it, and I remember the night we did the podcast, I knew it was special, but not as much as when I look back. To be the only living one, (laughs) it makes me sad. These people were in my lives. I know I only met Roger that one time. Roger? Roger? No. Jack. <laughs> it's great, great memory. I didn't get his name wrong. <laughs> but there was something special about him. And then Bobby, <laughs> that old fucking dumb motherfucker. <laughs> I missed the fuck out of him. <laughs> what used to drive me crazy when he would just sit there and be so lazy. Now I miss him and I think about him every day. (sighs) Sometimes I used to think back when Katie would sit there and pull shit out of her pussy. But now when I think about it, I miss her pulling shit out of her pussy every week. And I miss that whole group. And then I woke up. And I couldn't fucking believe I thought, there's no way I'll be that lucky that that's going to be a dream. That's what they do in shit movies. But it really was true for me. Everybody was still alive. (laughs) I was the fucking... I was freaking the fuck out. There he was. Balloons are dope. And he's still here. And Aristotle was over there playing the drums. And young Jake was flopping his fat fucking fingers all over the board playing sound effects and just having a good time and seeing his smiling face every time he made the gunshot boy did that make him happy and it still did and there was Bobby with his dumb hat that he wore all the time and I was happy to see it and Whitmer Thomas he was great back then and perfect and he still is and that's the way the movie ends Except not. (laughs) 
Todd felt like it ended weird. Like somehow, I would, by over complimenting Wit, it was undermining everybody else. It wasn't a good ending. It was like it was. I wanted it to be a fun ending, even though it's silly. So I woke up, and there they were. I appreciated it back then, and I used to always say when I was doing the podcast, it was fun. But not as much as when you have a dream that it all went away. And I woke up and I saw Aristotle, Jack, Bobby, goddamn Whitmer Thomas, right there, alive and well. Are you shitting me? And then I thought, where's Jake? And I hear it like it was yesterday. Backpack with all the sound That's effects right, on I'm it. Here. How old are you now? I'm it out. You talk young. You're 80 from this bit for me now. No, I, I'm, I'm using a voice voice changer <laughs> in your backpack. Good night, everybody. No, you can't end on a gunshot. I'm serious. I, I don't feel comfortable ending, and I'm tired. So I just want to say good night. We don't need music. We all came into this world with no music and no sound cues, and we can end quietly with Echo. I still need Echo. Come on, I'm trying to bring the show to a close here, Aristotle. You're fucking shitting me. Echo's all I got. I want to say goodbye to you all. You're all great. The reason I'm going long is because I think Jack is somewhere to be, and I want to make him nervous. I get the feeling. You know what I mean? Like He's like, shit, I didn't think we'd go this long. I'm having fun, but I'm ready to go. But you can't leave the show. God bless America. God bless the USA. And I'd like to sing with everybody the Pledge of Allegiance. Or let's just say it. <laughs> I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America, to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice. For people, unless we don't deem them deserving. <laughs> Welcome to America. Welcome. Except then there's us. That's why we hang out everywhere. Today's podcast ends with a quote from Classic Jack. A Classic Jack quote. Bubbles are dope. Until tomorrow... Goodbye. Now leaving Nerdist.com.